Welcome back, Dungeoneers. It's Sunday afternoon, and that can only mean one thing. Played forfeit? No. No. It's time to play Dungeons and Dragons. You're you're watching Dice and Dungeons, and I'm here at the table with. That's Nicole Bates. She plays Zoria on Sula, Changeling Druid. And I am. This is. Oh, we don't do that. <laughs> do this. I, I'm this back. is Greg Javish. He plays Olsas Ralph for Bulk Fighter. Mm hmm. This is uh, David Long. He plays uh, Nines. <coughs> That's a number. Nines, the Tabaxi Bard. <laughs> That'll help our podcast listeners who are trying to see our voices. <laughs> It's been a while since I've said this, but if this is the first time you're listening, I'm sorry. <laughs> I need to start doing that every And if this is your first time listening, you should check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash diceanddungeons. We have multiple tiers where you can get some behind-the-scenes improv sessions and even get your names in the credits, so check it out at patreon.com slash diceanddungeons. Take it away, Lexi. For our other sponsors. Did you just like? Thanks for that ad. Is is there some like YouTube video oh, to no, watch? The, to just, no, I just want to get it over really quick. So I've been trying hard. I mean, now the game is like, how is Nicole gonna transition this? This is fantastic. Mm -hmm. Man, that was a good transition. Thank you. Yeah. And I transitioned right to you, and you did nothing with yeah. it. No, I'm reflecting on it because. <laughs> yeah, right this. back at you. <laughs> Yeah, who's our sponsor? Our ongoing our sponsor? Our sponsor is Geekified. Oh! Mm -hmm. um, no, you do it. Oh. No. The tabletop is... gaming store in Hinton, <laughs> Iowa. God, we're butchering the ad read we actually get paid for. Yeah, so why don't you take it, Lexi? Mm hmm. Uh, where, they, what, where they sell? <laughs> Buy stuff from them. and very patient sponsor is Geekified, a tabletop gaming store out of Vinton, Iowa that I takes online that. and in-store <laughs> orders for all of your tabletop role-playing game needs. So, as we are recording this, a few days ago, the latest installment of D&D 5th Edition was released, which is their expansion, Spelljammer. So, if uh, you haven't picked it up by the time you're watching this, well, what are you waiting for? It's... You know, a really Wait, good adventure. I'm it's waiting for my friends. Space. I'm waiting for my friends to buy it so I can just steal their copy. Just merch off of it. I mean, that's true. And if you haven't, head on over to geekifiediowa.com and you can order it in their online store and they'll ship it straight to your house. Um, thank you, Geekified, for continuing to sponsor us and being patient with us as we do whatever it is we do. Not level up. <laughs> You just leveled up a few sessions ago. Doesn't feel like it. And thank you to everyone for supporting your local gaming store. On that note, um, I think, Dungeoneers, let's roll.
last week on ah. Dungeons. Following the events at Brickellion's Keep, Midnight Brunch fled into the mountains through a secret passage known only to smugglers and other purveyors in less than legal trades. Which is the third time I have read that opening now, but it's still correct. And good. The party has managed to survive for more than a week now in the tunnels while also keeping alive the more than 300 changelings that they have freed from the prison. Now, deep in the mountain passages, we rejoin our heroes as they set out for one more day. And if I remember correctly from the last session, you guys were about to enter into a new exploration zone. Not that I necessarily made that clear to you guys when we ended, but in my head that's how it worked. So you guys are about to enter into a new exploration zone. So when you wake up the following morning, you you find yourselves um, at the base of some uh, minecart tracks again. And they head just in a straight line northward deeper into the mountains. Well, let's eat beans for the eighth day in a row in an area that has pretty much no airflow. <laughs> you were supposed to make me pancakes! I did. Yeah, yeah, you did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, we uh, eat our provisions. Yum. Yeah, I make all the... Oh man, delicious pancakes! Yeah, bean pancakes! No! <laughs> I throw the plate on the ground. Now you going. No more food for you. It's my knife. <laughs> I've literally made all the food. Yeah. No, we we got some uh, basilisk meat that we purified. Take your shoes off, Zoria. <laughs> that's that's you or one of you. <laughs> Every few seconds at this point. Excuse me. Excuse me. We, uh... We're really pandering to our under seven audience right now. So we uh, follow the tracks again. And apparently, like, under 40 audience, too, because I'm laughing. Yes, we will venture forward ahead of everyone. Mm -hmm. Upwind, even. Yeah. (laughs) You bet. You know, Druidcraft, I can create small gusts of wind, so I assume I'm constantly casting <laughs> Druidcraft on myself. Well, it would be great if we had some sort of box of smells where we could oh, make yeah. our own smells. I open it up. I open up my box of smells. Um, do you want cologne? I can do cologne, mint, cookies, or pipe. Pipe tobacco. Pipe tobacco. Give me cookies. Uh, cookies. Ding. Great, now let's sell this cave. (laughs) Let's flip it. (laughs) Put a for sale sign right in the middle. I love the open floor concept you guys have going on here. It's nothing but space. And hallways. And hallways. I love it. There's tracks. That's great. That is what we call uh, rustic. Good, but Be careful, though. Some Someone seems to have pried out some of them or back there for some reason. <laughs> All right, let's venture forward. 
This is. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> I walk forward. <laughs> Me. <laughs> <laughs> goal. Guess we'll ne never get any. Adventure's there. over. Our TM is suffocating on fart <laughs> jokes right now. Pretty much. <laughs> okay. <sighs> fart jokes are stupid, everybody. <laughs> so, you head forward into the room. <gasps> down the tracks. And get away from my friend. It's uh, this probably four or five hundred feet from when they start. Mm. You reach the end of the tracks, where there's been a cave in. Of course, there has been. That's like mine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we've got six bags of powder left, which isn't nearly enough. And there is uh -huh. a tunnel that goes off the tracks to your right. It looks mm. sort of rustic by comparison to this. The tracks are all very clearly man-made, cut through the stone. This looks like a natural cave. That's what you're seeing here. Well, um, I guess we go right. You, you lead the way with the light sword. Mm -hmm. I have my uh, flaming sword out. Is yes, it on? I, like a, yes, flame on. Flame on. Like a, flame on! Meow meow. It doesn't work for you. You're not attuned. I really need a and weapon that I can turn on by saying flame on. You have and, uh, a toilet seat. <laughs> mm -hmm. That mm -hmm. I've never taken off of my neck. Nope. <laughs> and uh, we we begin to explore this passageway to the right because we can't go through the fallen rubble. Because we only have six bags of plastic powder left. And we're not ghosts. Okay. Well, you could probably get through the, the cave-in. You explore yeah. a little ways down this uh, passageway. It splits into a, two different paths. Mm -hmm. You wander each, realizing that they loop around and connect back. And then, continuing down a path, going further, it opens up into a very large room, hundreds and hundreds of feet across. And this room, you hear the gentle lapping sounds of water crashing against a shoreline. Oh, we go. Can I uh, see the shoreline? Not from where you're standing, as you just enter the room. Well, is that an underground lake? I don't know. Let's walk toward it slowly and cautiously. Nines, run ahead. <laughs> I walk ahead. <laughs> I said, as run. You, as you move towards. The sounds of water. You quickly pick up the scent of uh, fetid, rotting biomass. I turn around. Okay. Back to the beans. This is an improvement. Back to the light. <laughs> yeah, which one is worse? I mean, the I am running towards the cookie smell. The the beans are just farts. Oh, yeah. This, so, this is like you know, it, it's fetid water smell. If you've ever smelled water that hasn't been able to circulate, this is it. 
Is Sturm Grimmy sick? I don't think this is a Sturm Grimmy pool. I don't know. Let's find the pool. And then throw a raw chicken in it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, do you have one? I'm gonna, I'm gonna no. make one. You just used all your stuff for beans this Damn morning. I'm gonna give the I pull out my a second look knife. At what you guys are seeing. <laughs> So if we walk around the lake, is there another way out? Is there a no. way to walk around the lake? Oh, to say you guys explore the shoreline and find that you run into the cave walls. Uh, and there's not a way around through shallow water or more shoreline. I so, take the convenient canoe that's on the shoreline. Well, it's it, funny you mentioned that. <laughs> oh, there's a convenient canoe. There is. Okay. That's not suspicious. I willed it into existence. There is a no. rope <laughs> staked to this side. Rope. And it's uh, you know tied to a pole anchored into the somewhat soft soil here. Mm -hmm. And it sits about three feet off the ground. The boat is on the far side of the Mm -hmm. And you can see it by just the faintest hint of light coming from it. So, two questions. Yes. One, is the soft soil any good for um, ceramics work? Can it, would it make good, like, crab stacks and clay? Um, you, as you kind of feel around in this really silty yeah, shoreline material mm -hmm. you're pretty sure that it wouldn't fire well mm -hmm. but it could probably air dry into some fairly interesting shapes yeah does it smell bad right now yeah it smells pretty stinky mm -hmm. but you there's a given your environment you reason out that there's a lot of limestone material in this mm -hmm. and it would probably harden quite well if just left to dry well I'll, I'll take like two pounds of uh, stinky limestone clay okay <clears throat> and uh, the other question does it look like the, the rope goes all the way across attached to the boat on the other side does the rope go out into the lake it seems to be that way yeah the, the rope crosses the lake, and you can see this boat just barely on the other side. It's got uh, some sort of lantern just faintly illuminating it. Mm. You can't even see the whole rope, but you can see that there is a rope crossing over the boat on the other side. So Further, you can make out that the boat uh, seems to have uh, a ring around that line. So the rope crosses, and there's a ring connecting from another oh, loose rope. It's like tethered to tethered the rope. To yeah, you're getting the idea. So How far away is this boat? Can't be sure, but 
It's 600, 700 feet across. Oh, why don't you teleport to that? <laughs> well, so there's a lantern. How lan- many that is in meters? There was a lit lantern on it, though. That mm-hmm. means someone was using it recently, probably. In a magical world? Maybe. Hello? I yell across. No response. Storm Grimmy? No response. Well, do you want me to just turn into something that can swim and bring the boat back? Or I could just pull the boat over on the rope. Isn't the rope attached to it? Well, is the ring, like, loose on it? Yeah. It's just to keep it from straying off the... No, so it's like pull yourself along, fairy kind of Yeah, but I don't think it's attached, like, in a yank across kind of way. Yeah, I see. But I could turn into some sort of aquatic animal and, and swim, swim over. In this, in this assuming there's not some sort of horrible monster in the water that, that will eat, eat me. You on the Is way. there some sort of otter that can go get it for us? I'm not going to send Ottermore out into this mess. Yeah, they're way too valuable. I'll go. <laughs> <laughs> well, Seven. if he's doing that, I take Seven's one. playing with them. I take one of my wooden ducks and I put it in the water. Hey, I bought those for you. I'm playing with it. Okay. You're playing with the duck on the water. Um, we'll have some time to kill. I'll turn into my most hardy sea animal, which is a four-foot wide crab. Okay, sure. That's the highest CR creature I can turn into with a swim speed. All right. Clickety-clack. And then I go into the water. They can okay. smell. What? Can crabs smell? Yes. Oh. I it don't like it, smell very good at all. It doesn't smell good. Um. You go into the water. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> Roll for initiative. <laughs> <laughs> you get about five, six feet out from shore, and... The the bottom has dropped about as many feet as you've gone from the shore. So it's deep here. It gets deeper. You're only a few feet out. You don't know how deep it is. Forget everything. Just find the bottom. Um, <laughs> There's probably treasure down there. I guess from all as the treasure ships there, that yeah. swim through this area. Um, something grabs a hold of your legs. I knew it. And you are stuck. Some So is it something is grabbing me or that my legs are getting you can, tangled? No, you can feel something grabbing you. You can feel a hand grabbing you. A hand? Yes. Like a human hand? Yes. Hmm. I can feel that through my chitin. Um, Maybe it's friendly. I'm giving you the benefit of the doubt because I have no idea what a crab sensor system is like. I know. Also, it's magic. I'm just going to guess that, uh, yeah, they can kind of feel that there's like a hand as opposed to, you know, a pincer. I am going to... I I can speak with animals. I just can't understand. I don't think you can see what's happening. It's very dark. No, it's you're dark and I'm underwater. <clears throat> I think I'm on my own right now. Mm. I'm going to try and grab the hand with my big old claw. Okay. And try and pry it off. 
go ahead and I guess make an attack roll. Since it seems like you are trying to attack it, right? Well, I'm trying to grapple it, effectively. Yeah. Uh, nine. This number! You're not really sure where it's coming from, and you're having a hard time in this crab form that you're not super familiar with, reaching out and finding exactly where this thing is. It's holding you down, though. And now you feel another one grabbing onto a different leg. So if I... Here's a, a rules question. Sure. If I drop animal form, my wild shape, will they still be holding my legs? Or would they maybe lose... Uh, I mean, I would... Because the shape change. Uh, I would say that the wild shape being dropped that's much more of like a magical transformation because like, you can like it's grow more... limbs that you didn't have before yeah. so they would lose their grip on you because you are no longer a crab okay and, and I I'm gonna say you would understand how that works. Yeah, that, I kind of figured I would know. That's why I'm asking. Yeah. Um, okay. Can I try to just struggle out of their grip? Yeah, make a strength check. Well, athletics, if you, you're trained. Uh, I am not, but a crab... I'm, I'm going off the giant crab rules, which is actually yeah. CR 1-8. Yeah, that's... CR half, but... Um, 13... Yeah, you are able to pull your legs out of that grip and kind of get yourself moving again. I'm going to try and get up towards the surface. Okay. And look down. Uh, how, how close to the surface do you want to get? I would like to touch the surface. Like, sur like actually break the surface. Okay. And you're a four-foot-wide crab? Yeah. So I'm going to say you're probably foot and a half-ish tall? Probably. And yeah, it depends on the you know. ground. Yeah. So you, you want the top of your back to be breaching the water. I do have a question. Yeah. Uh, the crab has blind sight. The crab, my crab form. Can I tell what is around me? Because I can... I have blind sight for, I think it's 30 feet. You can tell that there's a lot of mucky debris in here. There's a lot of rocks. There's that probably like fell from the ceiling or were tossed in. There's wooden uh, beams. It seems like there's a lot of debris from the mining activities. And you can since these hands coming up from the silt grabbing around okay are they pursuing me upwards as i swim up once you get to a you know where it's only a couple feet deep then there's nothing grabbing at you the shoreline is mostly just some crappy 
plants and it really just molds and lichens and stuff okay that might be able to grow in an environment like this so all right so where am i at in the water now just so i'm, I'm you're like two feet uh from the shore where, where the water stops okay you're, like, you're about two feet of water right now going back yeah, that's what you wanted, right? I, I just meant go vertically up to the surface. Ah, okay. Yeah, I misunderstood. So, as you go upwards, the hands pursue you. Okay. That's what I was wondering. Um, can I try and outswim them to the opposite shore? What's your swim speed? 30 feet. You can certainly try. I will. I will try. Okay. Uh, well, what's going on down there, Olsef? Well, I'm at the surface now. I do not know. Did we notice anything weird? Zoria, Zoria's carapace is just bobbing at the top of the surface. Is that normal crab behavior? Hmm. Do you think it's time for crab? I think it is time for crab. Hey, Zoria! Can you hear this? Do I hear that? It's a little muffled, but I, yeah, I think you would probably hear that. Was that I mean, inspiration? Sure. The, the water would carry that sound? You're right, can I just dip it in and the water and that's just like, boom? I mean, <laughs> yeah. There's, it's basically in an echo chamber. You're in a cave right now. So there would be a lot of reverberations. Oh, and I smack the shit out of Where it. Where is it? <laughs> doom, doom, doom. We're in an echo chamber. Do you share my opinion? Yes. Nice. Well done. <laughs> I'm going to swim as fast as I can towards the opposite shore where the boat is. Okay. And it's assuming nothing is happening, like assuming I don't get captured, when I'm 30 feet away. Look at her DM smiling. I, know. I think you're captured. Um, <laughs> I am regretting the rules that I wrote here based <laughs> on your decision. It's fair. Go ahead. Um, I rarely do this. I'm going to modify the rules that I wrote for this reason and for this reason alone. Wow, it's not Nines doing the stupid shit this time. Um, if I were to implement the rules as written, it would be extremely boring for the viewers. I, I wrote these rules under the idea that you would try to, you know, hang from the rope and cross. Forgetting that I can wild shape into things at swim speed. I didn't think you guys would try to swim through the disgusting water, even with that. We're not. <laughs> yeah, they're not. <laughs> Only um, one of us is doing that. Yeah. Well, I, I didn't think that any of you would do that, but that's, that, I mean, that's classic DM oversight. Just you, like, yeah, okay. You really didn't, like, put this puzzle in, and then you you didn't think, well, you lies, I can swim this. I teleport 500 feet to the middle of ocean. No, I figured you would do that, so I made it just far right. enough where you couldn't teleport right to the other side, but the rules, I'm just going to say them, every 10 feet. This is just shy of 600. You have to make a strength check. That would be very boring for all of our ear-watching peoples. So I'm going to change this 
given so that you we have were a climbing, swim speed. If we were climbing on this rope, we would have to make 60 strength checks? No, that'd be no. if we fall in. If you fell in. Oh. Why would we fall in? I'm very, I'm very, <laughs> no, I I'm very strong. Fall. I would hold on to the rope. Because even Ulseths can get tired, apparently. Hmm. All right. The, the this rules is a foreign concept to you, isn't the it? The rules also? as written for this encounter were that you can move 50 feet on the rope for every strength check of DC 12. That was the rope crossing rules. It's well, 10 huh, feet good thing we did. for every DC 10, and if you fail, you would start to suffocate given the strength that you have to do to, to use to pull yourself out from being pulled under, so you would start taking damage fairly quickly. Um, this given would be you, very bad. Yeah, th- this was supposed to be nasty, and you guys. Well, uh, I have a plan. The path. So here's what we're gonna do. Actually, you don't have to, because Soria would have figured this out at some point. Yeah. I'm going to misty. I'm going to drop crab form, and misty step teleporting myself onto the rope above me. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to use my other wild shape and just turn into a spider and walk along the rope. Wouldn't a rat be faster? Yeah, but I'll have better grip on a rope. And now that I know that there's a bunch of horrible hands in the water, I'd rather just play it safe. Okay. Uh, for the record, for viewers, because I try to give people who watch the show a little bit of insight into DMing, I would not have revealed those rules to the players, but we're playing for a broadcast audience. So sometimes uh, the stuff that you envision, it just kind of falls apart. And for your benefit, really, we're changing it. I really should have just turned into a monkey at the start and crawled and across, across the rope. The rope. Now that I think about it. Because that's a legitimate solution. It's forcing the players to expend resources. So even if a player is defeating the challenge you set out by creating a very easy solution, you're still forcing the player to use a resource, which is one of their wild shapes. So, so. Yeah, and now I've used two and my Misty Step, assuming uh, that works. From a DM crafting and puzzle perspective, don't ever think of something like that as like, oh, you failed. No, that's great. You designed a challenge, but the scenario here where you were gonna just swim across would have been extremely boring for everyone oh. involved. Well, I am teleporting. Depends on how much she failed, if how much I would have been entertained. <laughs> <laughs> I'm teleporting up onto the rope, and I'm going to turn into one of those cute little, like, Einstein hair monkeys that we saw in the jungle. You know, before the you the transform, yeah, can we absolutely. ask what you're doing? <laughs> yeah, I'll pop out on the water, holding onto the rope. What are you doing? There's a lot. Sorry. There was a lot of there's a lot of hands in the water. Well, I so, can't see any hands in there. Just stick your head in for a little ways, and yeah, stick your head in the water. You can see, see hands. No, I'll just light up the water. It's a very handsy lake. Handy. Handsy. Oh, handsy, not handy. So are they nice hands, like hand model hands? No, they're cold and clammy. I think. Safe. safe yeah. To say, yeah. Cold and clammy. Can I see one? Uh, yeah, stick your head in the water. Oh, like put your put your foot in, see if it pops out. <laughs> no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> Should I try to piss off the hands? 
Why don't I get the boat first? Hey, go get the boat! I, I turn into one of those cute little monkeys and climb across the rest of the way. Okay, sure. Uh, given the skills of a monkey, I think you're going to be just fine crossing. Um, you don't have to support yourself underneath, so I'm not going to call for any sort of strength checks to just make it across. And you are on the other side with the boat. And then what? How do you make a boat go? <laughs> I start pulling the boat across. Is there a paddle? Are you off a creek without a paddle? No, I'm just paddle? pulling the rope. Oh. Yeah, just overhand doing that. Mm -hmm. Sounds it. exhausting. Yeah, it does. Yeah, I stopped for not about... Something, not something you'll be doing. I stopped for a short rest halfway. Are you taking a fall? No, 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 get across. <laughs> that was a joke. Wonder check? <laughs> As you furiously check your notes. Um, Didn't have to for that one. <laughs> so you make it across. The boat I do? Is, Good. Yeah, you make it across. Okay. The boat is now on the other side with your three companions. Is there a name on the bow? No. Um, what do we want to name it, this boat? Yeah, is it leaking? Roomy? What? Is it leaking? I don't know. I didn't look. <laughs> Maybe it's not. I write as a storm grimy on the bow. Sure. Why not? With my pen. You could use my chalk. That will come off. I have a never-ending ink pen. Oh, that's right. Yeah. With different colors. Holwyn hands you a bottle of wine. Here you go. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks <laughs> <laughs> for the rest of us. Clank. <laughs> huh. I, I meant to christen the boat with it since you just named it. What? Why would you do that? That sounds like a weird tradition. Was it good wine? No. Here, try it. No, let us smash it against the boat. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I just got grabbed by a million, like, dead hands in the oh, water. It wasn't a million. Uh, it was between 10 it and a million hands. 900,000. <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna sit in the boat. Oh, Seth, you pull us across. Are we all getting in the boat? Oh, I, or we can take a short rest, so I can no. get my wild spell, my wild shape. How long shapes. does it take to get across the uh, the water? Um, it probably five minutes. How long did it take me to get across the water? I mean, you're tired, but it's not all that far okay. to just pull yourself hand over hand over hand. It's just tiring. What did you see on the other side? I did not look. I just came back over. Mm -hmm. Quick well, scouting! Yes. I was getting a boat. I wasn't scouting. I would have done a fully different animal if I was scouting. So I will pull us across. Why don't you relax and dangle your feet over the side into the water? Do it. Do it. Peer pressure. Yeah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I just take as much room in the boat as I possibly can. I. You take up quite a bit. It's not a very big boat. I'm just gonna, four of us in there. I pull us across. Yeah. I'm gonna sit in the center and just rest. Mm-hmm. Okay. Check for leaks. No. I'm basically gonna snake myself between everyone. And lay down. The, the yeah. boat is fairly low in the water at this point. Mm -hmm. 
just about an inch is all Dangle that remains. Dangle your hand over the side. You know, you know how like when you're going along, you just kind of, of lay, lay your hand along the surface of the water. Yeah, you know, in horror why, movies. Why is ever the time nines is not actively trying <laughs> to get us all killed? You're like, maybe you should do that, buddy. Hey, come on. You wanted to see the hands. Uh, I, I start rocking violently back and forth. <laughs> I do not do that. Here, that I'll, is not something I am going to I'll do. I'll pull out my mop and just sort of dip it in the water, good distance, as far away as the handle can go, holding it loosely. Okay, nothing's happening. Oh, okay. Mm. Smelly mop. I throw it back in my bag. Oh. <laughs> I continue yeah. to pull us across. You, you managed to cross the lake. What do we see on the other side? At first, a very small shoreline, and then it goes deeper into uh, into a tunnel. So at this point, <clears throat> if we can't get through the rubble on the tracks and we have to take this route, and there are something like 300 plus changelings. There's lanes, no way they're coming across. And we can take three at a time. Better yet, just have them go across the I top. mean, we could have them, we could maybe get four if they all turn into Dromars. Hello, 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 hello. So, would that be boring for the viewers? Yeah. Is, to, is to take 330 changes across three at a time? Why don't we keep time? going and I, see? I love, it. I love the. Well, we've crossed a single room. Looks like that's the way. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. Why don't we see if we can find some more blasting powder or something? Well, this is. Yeah, we need to do something because this isn't good at all. <laughs> I'm aware. <laughs> It would be terrible if this dungeon has no solution. What? <laughs> this has never happened in our life ever. What? <laughs> the, the DM forgot to put in a solution. <laughs> <laughs> What's on the other side of this? Uh, Tarasque. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, stuff. Don't worry about it. Just gonna take a bathroom break with my yeah. computer. <laughs> <laughs> Accidentally rotated the picture. <laughs> <laughs> Well, in that case, we'll right. go we we, we, then you rotate the picture so we end up right back where we started. <laughs> that would be cool. Also, <laughs> why don't you lead the way with your sword? That's what I was doing before, but then the cat ran ahead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I forgot my duck. Let's go back and get it. You can go. Did yeah. you really forget your duck? I did not forget. I, it was in my hand the whole time. Oh, you're just I, splashing it in the water splash. like that. Well, if I let it go, it might go into there, and then I'd have to use, like, my mage hand to get it right. back. Yeah. That's way too much work. Ooh, you should have sent your mage hand down under the water. Can mm-hmm. you do that? Why not? That's, that is better. Yeah, yeah, it really doesn't say... I don't think there's any reason it couldn't. I... Well, if we're by the water, I'm going to use my mage hand to, like, go 30 Down. feet into the water. Do they find any any willing mates for a handshake? Uh, yes, it does. I shake violently. You manage to shake them off. They're not holding on too hard. Let's see if you can pull one out. I, I do not let go as a power move where you just <laughs> yeah, yeah, you yeah. just yank as hard as you can. <laughs> so you're, you're Donald Trumping it right now. 
No, I'm gonna be successful at it. <laughs> um, you're, you can only do five pounds of force. With yeah, your mage hand doesn't have enough force to pull that up. Uh, ten pounds. That's ten pounds of force. I was thinking through about how much force. I don't think ten pounds. Because that's gonna cut it. Are you trying to get someone to lend a hand? Also, do you have something fist shape, and then we can do fishing with it? You want to fish for hands? Yeah, let's do it. I used to have a fishing tackle. I don't think I have it anymore. I think you. I think it went overboard. Yeah, we got it. Got lost when the boat went down. Yeah. Fine. We won't go hand fishing. <sighs> let's venture forward. I do have a seven and a half foot long piece of wood and some string. <laughs> <laughs> To replace your trident? <laughs> mm-hmm. That's you a the pot. trident? You no, go, we turned the trident into get, a big pot. You want to get hand fishing? Let's go. Let's. Okay, let's, let's go move explore. On. We have. That, we'll, that, if that we was come back to meandering. <laughs> so Wait. you continue down the passageway. Yes. Going deeper into this section of uh, the caves. With Olsef and Lillian. Mm-hmm. And you come into a room. I'm going to show you all this. Okay. There we go. Mm. I can kind of see the interaction we can go. Uh -huh. There we go. There we go. Got to turn that on. Not that it really matters much. <laughs> that gives you an idea. So uh, is that a wall with a door? Or? I'll describe it now okay. that you've gotten an idea. This room isn't very high compared to the previous room with the fetid lake. It's only about a 15-foot ceiling here, but it contains a set of huge metal doors. We say huge around here. And on either side of the metal doors are massive bars. It's a bit like a jail cell when you're looking at it. The doors are solid, to be clear. The metal that it's made of, in the light that you have, looks almost pinkish. Behind these bars look like a set of machines, boilers. There, there's pipes running from this uh, mess of metal into the walls. And it seems that they go straight into what looks to be natural cave wall and deep into the mountains. There is a small leak coming from one of these pipes that's hitting the rocks beneath it. And there's a very tiny hole uh, that goes down into the darkness. It looks to be pretty deep at this point. And in the corner of the room, behind the doors, there's a pile of discarded pipe pieces. Hey, Olsef! Free pipe! I see that. Um, so there is... Are the doors... Well, I try the doors. Are they locked? Nope, they open. Oh. Oh. 
They're very heavy. I was looking forward to just spending the next hour and a half trying to break through bars. Yeah, but now all we have to deal with is the three traps that you just set off. The doors are very heavy. Mm-hmm. So they open slowly. It takes some effort, but they open. Okay, so I'm inside the room with this thing with all these pipes. Yep. Are these pipes... Um, do they look like they connect to some sort of device, like a boiler or a furnace or something, or are they just kind of a tangle of pipes? There's what looks like boilers in this room, and, and they're extremely large. Think industrial size. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the pipes that go in and out of them go up into the ceiling and out through the walls doesn't give you any indication of where they're headed to just goes straight into the rock are there valves and dials and things uh there's a dial Hmm. there's like a gauge on one of the boilers on most of this oh like there's a lot of places where they're little readouts Mm mm-hmm can I have some gum It's pretty good. I give you the, the extra quarter stick I have of the pretty good gun. So I I go over to where the there's this little leak you said in one of the pipes. Yeah. Okay. It's dripping down and I stick my fun. gum in it. Okay. Um everything comes to life. <laughs> <laughs> I fixed it. You take. I'm an engineer. You take six acid damage. Ow! <laughs> mm-hmm. I, w- I wanted to test to see what what the liquid was. It's acid. <laughs> Did it yeah, hurt? but what does it taste like? Pretty good. <laughs> really? Citric. Insight check. <laughs> I'm not telling the truth. Oh good, I rolled really good though. Uh, I take six acid damage. Yeah, you take six acid damage. So did it look like? The leak in the pipe was because it was cracked or that this stuff had, like, eaten its way through? This looks more like it's not very well sealed. Mm-hmm. Is it sealed now? No. Oh. I start filling a vial with acid. Okay. Um. Okay. You do that. So these pipes are uh, these pipes hold the acid, other than where it wasn't very well sealed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are any of these pipes closed on one end, or could they be closed? They're. What do you mean closed? To make like, like a container. I mean, the, the pipes are just cylinders, open on either end. Oh, you, the loose pile, you mean? Yeah, of the I loose thought you were talking about the no, ones no, the all loose there. pile. No. The loose pile, they're all just loose pipes. Mm-hmm. So, well, like, it, it's a pipe. It's piping. Do you think they use the acid to, like, melt through the limestone? Mm-hmm. I bet it would work really well. It is very strong acid. Did you see how deep this hole is? It... I fell how deep <laughs> Is there just a hole in your finger now? That's not now. <laughs> so if I, I I take one of the pipes. Okay. Okay. 
and I take my hammer and what I'm attempting to do is collapse and close off one end of the pipe. Basically pound down on it, okay? So that instead of like that, it goes like that. Why are we doing that? To collect acid, a lot of it, to melt through the rocks. Oh, you want, how are we gonna get it over there? It might be the other side. We can check to the other side. Out of pipes. Oh, you're making like a big cup. Yes. Okay. Now I understand. Okay, so can I so do that? So the most That's deadly a... Long Island I see. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm pounding. I am pounding on this pipe. Can, does it? Is it malleable? Not very. I mean, you're definitely denting the end in, but it's not super malleable mm-hmm. metal. You're pounding on cold metal. Put your, put, your sure put on your sword. What type of metal it is? Are the pipes also pink? Yeah, everything here is this kind of pinkish metal. Mm-hmm. Not super malleable. Does it? You're denting it as you smash it with your hammer. <laughs> Does it look like it's magic? Like it might have some sort of acid protection magic on it if I study it? You're fairly certain with a pretty cursory glance that it's not okay. magical in nature. Like there's not some sort of protective cast on it, but it may be made of like a alloy uh, some sort stuff. of alloy created through the use of magic i see you've never seen uh, a metal like this and I'm, I'm, I'm saying metal so much that it's starting to lose its meaning metal <laughs> okay metal. so what's metal. that effect called where you say a word uh, so much know. that it actually starts to lose its meaning Endless I repetition forget. to, to I forget what that's called. Uh, semantic. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, we're trying to find what that is. Um, <clears throat> I'm guessing since they were using these pipes and they weren't going all in a straight line all the time, that there are in fact some pieces of pipe that are like 90 degree angles and maybe even U-shaped. Semantic satiation. Thank you. May I make a suggestion mm-hmm. before we cart deadly acid through the mines why don't we make sure we're not gonna get in a big fight where we're gonna spill acid all over ourselves no we would spill it on our people we were fighting or in the boat or whatever I mean, you might spill it on the people you're fighting if we're lucky that depends on how well you roll i'm just saying we can come back to here do if a, we need acid do a spill check <laughs> yes we know how to come back the way we went. <laughs> We've done it once or twice. I okay. did forget my golden rule. If you put metal in front of old Seth, he's going <laughs> to try and, and bend it. With it with a hammer. Yeah, he loves hitting metal with hammers. But he doesn't know it to blacksmith, weirdly. Seems like it would be a hobby of his at this point. One would like expect. <laughs> well, let us continue to explore. That is a good point. We can come back like, and come I like that you later. have something that can heat metal up and you're not using it to heat the metal up. <laughs> or yeah. does your sword not do that? I don't know. I've never tried that. I, I think that since it doesn't have a duration of its on effect, mm-hmm. yeah, you, you could... Assuming it gets hot enough. I, it's not like... Forge hot, but, I, but yeah, mm-hmm. you. I mean, it would definitely make 
any sort of metal more malleable. Well, that I'm might be set. something to try later, but you are right. Let us explore. Yeah, I, I just I just don't want to run into some sort of like thing covered in teeth and then be carrying like three gallons of acid mm-hmm. precariously for the chance that we might melt some rocks that we don't know yet. Well, do you think we're going to run to that skittery thing? Yeah, I assume it's covered in teeth. Is that a safe assumption? Well, no, I didn't see it. Might be. Okay. Safe so, so is there anything else here besides loose pipes and acid dripping? And no, the room seems to be pretty utilitarian. Do you want one of the pipes? There are some... I'll take one of the pipes. How long are they? There's all sorts of different lengths. I'll take a six-foot-long piece of pipe. That way you can hit on yeah. it in your free time. Hmm. Or I can hammer. just swing it on. So wait, was there a dial that I could play with? I think there uh, are just gauges. I, they're all gauges. There's, there's no button or dial or ripcord I can play with? No. Well, I do I do an investigation for it. Okay. Go ahead. I got a... That's eight. <laughs> I don't have anything to investigation. <laughs> <laughs> Wondering. <laughs> Nine's not the curious cat. <laughs> He's curious, he's just not good, good at it. <laughs> well, it's curious, but never finds out anything. Yeah, that's why I'm curious. I'm, ne- <laughs> I'm so curious, I just can't absorb any information. Yeah. <laughs> Nines is the cat that runs into the sliding door to the patio every time. And then I just look at you like I meant to do that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's Venture for it. <laughs> yes. All right. As you head out of this room, which seems... Like I said, pretty utilitarian. You go a little ways down, and then you come into, well, a T-junction. Hmm. You can go northward more, or you can kind of turn back south. From the southern direction, um, you, sure. you actually get kind of a nice, sweet smell. Ooh, yeah, it's, it's, cookies. Really, it's really subtle. It's um, it's almost a little like the the scent of honey coming up from that. Oh, we go Whereas that way. The other direction. The, it's... No, you don't need to explain. We go the honey direction. Okay, sure. I so, just start wandering that way. I'm not do sure. You, if... Do you like sniff the smell lines and like float off the air towards it? Mm-hmm. Can I use? Uh, can I? Can I use? Uh... Featherfall to just float towards the honey smell. Can I voluntarily <laughs> fail a wisdom save? <laughs> uh, yeah, you can voluntarily fail the wisdom save if your character is so like, I, no, I'm, stupid now. Olseth notices that Nines has wandered off. We'll follow. <laughs> down one of the hallways and not wanting to divide the party. I don't know why not this time. <laughs> <laughs> but nonetheless, uh, follow. I follow along behind uh, the wandering nines with my flaming sword on. I am really glad that your code refuses to let you just abandon me. <laughs> so, the... It's your Achilles heel. <laughs> the honey scent eventually reaches a point where is no longer growing in potency or strength, and instead it becomes 
infused with a more floral aroma, which is really quite lovely. Hmm. And it smells almost like wildflower. Is this... Do I recognize the smell as a trained nature-knowing person? It smells like I'm describing it. Okay. It doesn't smell like any specific plants or no. that I'm familiar with? Okay. No. Uh... As you do, you continue further in. Just keep following is it, along. Is there any red flags being thrown up? No more no. than she's given you. Oh, okay. yeah, we keep going. Well, you keep going. I'm just, <laughs> okay. I'm just continuing to follow along behind. I uh, cast behind guidance eyes. on nines. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. You continue down this uh, passageway. Nines, since this is your character, right? I would hope so. How, um... How motivated is Nines by the smell of honey? Right uh, what what have we been eating the last eight days? <laughs> Ten well, days. that's why I'm asking. Beans. Because it's I've been, been beans I've been... and one day of pancakes and a little bit of basilisk See, meat. So I've been flavoring it... the beans differently every day. Oh, yeah, different flavored beans. Yeah, mm -hmm. and different types of beans. It's been lentils. There's been, like, they're, fava they're, beans. They're almost like many flavors. There's been beans. llama fava beans. Yeah, there has been llama-shaped fava beans. Mm. I allowed that. I'm just saying, I'm keeping an eye out for dangers while following behind nines. I would say this, because I had pancakes more recently and no one else did. <laughs> That's true. I am less susceptible to uh, honey. It, yes, if it if it seems more obvious of a trap, I will at least get an a insight check like into it. Best case scenario, there's giant bees down yeah. here. Okay, so you are really hoping but, this is something good. Yeah, like I, I am hungry, but- You're not going total stupid. The, there's no such thing as a free lunch, unless you have a sword that just makes a lot of food. Or Soria's with me. And Soria's with me and can just make food from the knife that produces free food. Okay. But there's usually not a free lunch in a uh, death cave. Yeah, there's definitely never going to okay, be so some karmic knockback just... with that knife. I'm not feral, I, but just only because I had the pancakes. Just making sure. Like, the I, like I got You're something. You're one pancake I, away. From... <laughs> <laughs> I was one pancake away from just leading us to a death trap. <laughs> So as you go down this uh, passage, you start to notice that the floor becomes uh, softer, mm. almost like you're walking on kind of a moss texture. Are we inside a dragon? What? Do we just wander through a giant dragon? Do dragons smell like honey? I, I've never met, I never never You've never been inside a dragon before? That is canonically not true. <laughs> I would like to inspect the cave if we're finding moss. Okay. And inspect the moss. It's not moss. What is it? It's some sort of plant matter, but it's not moss. Okay. You're 100% certain of that. Does it look familiar? What does it taste like? <laughs> did you just taste some? No, I did not. I'm asking Sorry, what it tastes like. Because okay. this seems like a trap. Well, oh. Seth, why don't you go ahead? 
Go ahead and what? Find the honey we're looking for. You do not want to rush headlong into a dangerous situation. If this no, is... No, I can... Now with Sandra, so you can go ahead. If this is some sort of man-eating plant, mm. that wouldn't like fire. And you well, have... wouldn't like mine, though. I'm delicious. Okay. Yum, Just, yum. So, <laughs> what... How... How, are we in like a room or a tunnel? Is this or? like a, still the tunnel, right? It's just started getting yeah, planty. Yeah. Mm. I uh, only it took speak. I plant. poked the tip of my flamey sword into the soil underneath us. Into the plant matter. Okay. Um. Nothing seems to happen. Does it burn? It's pretty damp. And it's pretty damp in here. Mm. Is so, there anything? What are the walls like? The walls and the ceiling? I mean, they're pretty much the same as before. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take a little chunk it's of basilisk. The floor basil- that's kind of changing. I like to take a little chunk of basilisk meat okay. and just throw it down the hall. Yeah. It bounces a little bit. Okay. You hear this kind of thud of meat hitting the ground, I guess. <laughs> Seems good. Go ahead, Nines. Oh, no. Wolf is taking over. Go ahead, buddy. I proceed very slowly and cautiously, okay. step by step, inch by inch. And I'm just going to follow looking behind, for, watching for danger. Watching for any change on, you know, things sliding, sliming down the walls a change in the texture underneath my feet. Um, anything that I can see Guidance. with my dark vision and my... Uh, sword. Well, you can tell there's... Sword, but I also have uh, goggles of night on, so I can see a good long way in the dark or in dim light. There's... There's one clear change that you pick up on as you get deeper. The walls are more, the, the deeper you go, they're more jagged and more uh, rough. So you were in kind of a carved area back where that gate and piping was. That was more carved. But there were also still natural parts in it. Uh, th- this looks like, um, how best to describe it? Well, picture in your head kind of rock being smashed up with a, like a jackhammer or something and you know how it creates all these like mm-hmm. jagged lines and you smash it apart you know it, it's clearly rough here yeah but it has been carved out it's not natural there's no signs of carving no it just looks this way it's just jaggedy it's, rock it's really jaggedy rock here looks like this rock was broken away, but not carved away. I see. So how far have we gone down this passage since we came to the T-junction and Nines decided to go bounding off? (laughs) 200 feet? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'll continue moving cautiously forward, looking for any changes again. I'll pick up the meat as we go by. (laughs) Okay. Pick up the meat. Are you just going to keep tossing Um, it in front of us? No. I think you should. (laughs) Yeah, I'll, every every time we get to the meat, I'll throw it forward again, 
and then okay. pick it up sure. and then throw it forward. Um, travel deeper past the really rough, jagged parts, and now the the walls they also seem to become more plant-like. Like it's growing up. Yeah. Yeah. Like whatever's on the floor is growing up on the walls. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I really should have taken speak of um, plants. The smell at this point now becomes um, almost intoxicating. Mm. It's truly lovely. It's just an... I, I mean... It, it is pure nectar. This is like an olfactory siren. Terrific. And the ground is now almost like walking on like slippered feet. So soft, so plush. The best carpets in the world can't compare to this surface. We should rip this out and put it into our uh, into our campsite. I'm going so, to speak in Sylvan and say, is anyone here? No response. Okay. Um, I, I take um, Alashalar mm-hmm. and try to like carve out maybe a square foot of whatever's growing on the floor. Okay. Sure. You do that. Mm-hmm. How thick is it? How far down do you want to cut? To the stone. You don't find stone. <laughs> to the entire depth of my blade. Of a lashalar? It's like, what, that long? Yeah, about like 18 inches 18 or something. Yeah. Yep. Mm. Mm. So I sink it all the way to the yeah, hill. I, I, uh, I cut out a cubic foot of uh, whatever this is. Yeah, it's sort of rough. You got an angle cut down there and, you know. Scoop it out. Mm-hmm. You have a pretty messily cut chunk of like plant Pe- flesh. Yeah, does it hold together? Or is it? Yeah. Okay. Something jello. I mean, you know, if you you like tearing lettuce for salad and it's you know solid in there, but kind of gooey too. It's like you know, it's that on the inside of. Yeah, like the stem. kind of halfway between, um, actually, asparagus and an aloe plant. Okay. Well, that was descriptive. Yeah, that um, is. Yeah, so I let everybody know that I have that this is so thick that it doesn't even get anywhere near the stone floor anymore. Um, are we getting intoxicated? Are we still lucid? We're still lucid. It's just uh, incredibly lovely. Is there a source of the smell I can see, like a flower or? No. An end of the tunnel? There's no end to the tunnel yet. You're probably 300 feet in now. Mm-hmm. Is there any reaction to cutting out this chunk? No. Well, shall we continue to explore until we are trapped in the deadly miasma of intoxication? Or do you want to go the other way? This, this, this seems pretty good. Mm. Okay. So you go further in. <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> Nine's dead. Nine's dead. Nine's goes further. Yeah, no. You go further into the tunnel. 
And now about 350 feet in, mm-hmm. you you can feel just the most subtle of air movements, this warm breeze. Oh, it's breathing on face. us now. <laughs> what would be breathing? It's I a don't... plant. <laughs> I go up to and nine. And there's also a cool wind at your back. At our back. Mm-hmm. Coming from behind us as we're going <laughs> forward. Yes, yes. See, it's breathing in. Does it Are change? they alternating? Yeah. Yes. This is this is a good plan. This is great. I tie nines. You who are nines. What? I am, I am going to tie a rope around your your waist so that when you yell help, I am being devoured by this plant. I can pull you back out. Also, what kind of plant does that? The kind that you are going into, and I tie a rope around nines' waist, cinching Take it. A perception check. Who? Anyone, whoever wants to make it first. Oh, I have a rope going around me now. Uh, perception. 21. Um, you notice that the room you're in is a little larger here, and that there's clearly spines on the walls sharp spines. They're moving. I'm just gesturing to them to point out the spines. Mm-hmm. I can see that because I have dark vision. <laughs> Do you say that? <laughs> I can see that I have dark <laughs> I have dark vision and well, goggles. Dark vision. I can see you moving. <laughs> it's all gray and whatnot. I'm going to slowly back out of the room. I... The room begins to shake, and the ceiling begins to shrink. We start running as fast as we can. And we're going to take a little I... break, folks, because we have puppies. For all of you watching, this is only going to be a second or two, but we're going to go check on our pups, so we'll be back in just a moment. Thanks. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, I'm going to change up this music for a minute here. Let's see what happens. When we left off from that break, uh, the mouth was closing. And before I go any further, I forgot to mention this at the top of the show. Uh, We do have two very young puppies. They're nine weeks old now. Pixar didn't happen. And... uh, Put on our Twitter. Yes, I I will do that. They're nine weeks old, so we're going to be taking little breaks sporadically to just go check on them and um, make sure that they can go to the bathroom. They're mostly, mostly sleeping. We have someone watching them, but it won't impact you too much because we're just going to edit all that time out. Thanks for bearing with us while we take care of our pups. Back to the action. So the moth is closing. Ulsa says. Digest quest. Digest quest. Run away. <laughs> I'm simultaneously doing... Run away, run away, and I begin to run away. Okay, you're running away. Nines, what are you doing? Uh, Nines is at the end of my rope. I'm at the end of a rope, so do you take me... How much rope do you have on me? Well, it's a 50-foot rope. It's tied around you, so it's about 42 feet of rope. 
Um, minus what I'm holding, I'd say, oh, 37 feet length. What, so what you is just your have it speed? loose, it's not all coiled up? Yeah, we're As did, I'm running away, just, like, it becomes leave? uncoiled, and I am running away, and if nines can't keep up, I just simply keep running, so and, you, no, and a, you roll and bounce, and and whatever it's stuck it is. in that cube that you and Roadrunner. It's really soft, so when right you now? bounce and get dragged along, it's not hurting you. But it's I'm just, running with nines at the end of my rope. It's just the rope, like, mm-hmm. un- unraveling very quickly as nines looks down at it, looks up, looks down, looks up, looks down, looks up. Looks <laughs> holds up, up a sign. Waves. Holds up a sign that goes, says help. <laughs> no, no. I would use a spell slot and skywrite help, and then... Get pulled away. So you're Looney Tunesing, mm-hmm. um, and making all sorts of like ends of my rope. So because of that, we'll come back to that in a second. Things like that. What are you doing? As I'm quickly making my way out of the mouth, <laughs> I am going to cast. Pull, I'm going to be pulling out my little holly branch, cast good berry, and toss ten good berries back <laughs> into the mouth. Hopefully, making it so full, it will have no interest in eating us. <laughs> That's very clever. <laughs> um, how many okay. how many good so, berries is a nine's worth? Well, at least it's not. It says it magically can sustain a creature with one. It doesn't say how much. Uh, so, it, if a dragon eats one, it's sustained, no matter if it's a wormling or an ancient drake. So I think yeah, volume doesn't actually come into it. It's just full upon eating one. And then you can become degrees of ever more full, apparently. Well, I don't know. I'm just covering my bases here (laughs) as I run out. And Holwyn is encouraged to run out because Ulfus with yelling, run away, run away, run away. Who said that Holwyn ever followed you three in on this one? That's true. We never... They've been waiting outside, like... Um, you guys go ahead. I'm not I mean, following you on this one. We could have tied the rope around them and then drag them with us. As no. I run out, are there is there any effect from all the good berries I threw in? Not that you notice. Okay. Um, uh, okay. Is, is Nines enjoying his uh, journey being pulled along the soft I, carpet? I have or... a full okay. turn before that rope gets taut. Mm-hmm. So. Full set. Make an athletics check. Twenty, dirty twenty. Okay. You do manage to run and run quickly, uh, pulling the rope when it eventually becomes taut, and taut it becomes. Nines. Because you would go sixty. I feet. need you to make a dexterity saving throw. This is. Don't thank me. Guidance. I yeah, did, oh, right. guidance only lasts for a minute. You know, it's long gone. Yeah. <laughs> Twenty-three. So apparently, Ulsa's brute strength and your feline agility have balanced out, <laughs> so that despite doing the Looney Tunes, Coyote and Roadrunner. Um, you managed to get yanked, land on your feet, and then are now running, um, 
it's a little bit like being on a treadmill that's slightly too fast. That's kind of the effect that you're feeling. Ulseth is really booking it, and you are having to really book it. We have it. the same speed. <laughs> but not necessarily the same energy and thing. <laughs> and I'm only going 30 feet because I'm casting a spell, so I can't do a full run action. You are quickly sauntering. Yeah. You toss the good berries in. I need you to make a... Pocket berries! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the spell. That those are the somatic, the verbal components. You know, pocket berries. <laughs> I need you to make a dexterity save. But I right? say it in Sylvan. <laughs> dexterity. Pocket berries in Sylvan. Saving throw. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Eighteen. Okay. I roll a seventeen. Nice. You all managed to make it out just as the jaws. Collapse ah. behind you, sealing off that portion of the cave. Good thing it is sealed. Nines will not be tempted to go back again. <laughs> Let them in! Let them in! It now smells like. I want the ambrosia back! I cut off two cubic inches of my cubic foot of plant material and sure. give it to Nines like catnip. It doesn't smell like. The aroma that you were experiencing. The aroma that's coming from inside the mouth. What does it smell like? Um, Heat? <laughs> it, yeah, it's, it's kind of, I don't know, little... Herbis? Herbal? Yeah. Excuse me, like very a, herbal, like very... Like oregano? Um, it smells like, like dirt, really. Hmm. It, it's just sort of neutral. Kind of like herbal life. Do you want to taste it? You often taste things and ask how it tastes. Well, it didn't look poisonous. It looked like it would just eat us. You can talk to plants, why don't you say, sorry for bothering you, Also, And cutting a hole in you. I could do that. I do that. I, I tell the, I talk to plants, not being able to respond, hear their response, but say, sorry, never mind. It was the cat's fault. <laughs> I, I got him out of here. Um, I, I did take a piece. Tell them, but tell them <laughs> I, that I, I hope they enjoy the good berries. Oh, yes. And the good berries, those are yours to keep. I hope they uh, satisfy you for the next uh, 10 days. I do like the thing that was given to me. Holman's just playing a game of solitaire here. Mm -hmm. So how was the mouth? <laughs> What does it taste like? The clump. Um, it, just sort of neutral. It, it's, it's gooey. The, the mm. there's kind of a, a thick, viscous goo, which actually has sort of a, I don't know, oddly pleasant mouthfeel. You're like, hmm, it, it's like, Like know, pretty you, good gum? You know, you can play with jello and like push it between your teeth and stuff. It's kind of like that, except it, it doesn't break apart like Jello does. It sort of scum comes back together, flubber style. How does that compare to the very, the pretty good gum? The gum is better, but uh... this is, this looks like a lot of fun. 
What on earth are you doing? <laughs> like it's called world... role-playing, Alexis. <laughs> You're like the world's worst wine taster over there. <laughs> this <laughs> has earthy notes to it. <laughs> this cave muff tastes like mud. <laughs> I can see you over. <laughs> You're like... <laughs> <laughs> chewy <laughs> extremely strong notes of baby diaper <laughs> I think it might just be shit alright let's go let's go, let's go the other way yeah the other way down the T-junction why am I meant to love tasting this we leave you <laughs> I didn't even I like that I didn't even get to describe what it was. The air was like coming from the other nines just went, no sweet smell, meow, meow. <laughs> yeah. We'll go back to the T-junction and sniff the other direction. Whenever I do nines, I have to throw in meow, meow. Yeah. That way you know. <laughs> that way you know it's uh, uh, me. <laughs> yes, we sound exactly alike. Mm-hmm. We sound exactly alike, meow, meow. That's why I know meow, meow. <laughs> The, the watchers will never be able to tell us apart. Meow meow. Meow meow meow. Meow meow meow. <laughs> I'm glad you are enjoying that. <laughs> no, I am not enjoying this. Portals can't stop. <laughs> ah, you can't stop? That could be very useful in the future. I will hold on to this. <laughs> it's like a you, jello jewels. That's not going in my bag. No, no, I will carry okay. it. It is not very heavy. Jello jewels? Yeah. What? What? It's addictive. It's just oh, it's like J U U L. Yeah. Okay. It's like what is a Jello Jewel? I thought that was like it's like oh. emeralds that you just. So, I like thought it was gushers. a weird '90s product. You know how we yeah, had like, like gushers almost. You know how we had like Crystal Pepsi and we had uh, Pepsi Blue. It was just Pepsi except they colored it blue. It, <laughs> it tasted like blue. <laughs> oh yeah, they. It also made it taste like blue. So, I thought this, it was something like that. This is like, I'm going to say, this is like high C ectoplasm mixed with some sort of thing that just solidifies Wait, it. You just, is this a real product? High C ectoplasm? Yeah, it was a high C that was Ghostbusters themed. When did this happen? In elementary school. Oh, yeah. I wasn't cool enough to know that. My parents never bought name brand stuff. They never, my parents never bought me that stuff either, but I knew I about it because it was Ghostbusters. It was Slimer, the coolest ghost ever. Did, did you actually have any of this? Since I, we're I, on this tangent. I now. honestly can't remember. Can we get that on? Let's find out if we can get a case on eBay. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> not going to be good. Not that. <laughs> oh, I so. remember High C. We used to get it. It's a powder. Oh, sorry. It's the Ecto Cooler. My bad. Yeah, and um, they did bring it back in 2016, and we can get that <laughs> for five bucks. <laughs> I a have full a can of something from terrible. 2016. It's, I assure you, it's already dead, so we can't go back. <laughs> what, what was the expiration date? It's just the label. Oh, it is insert only. This is garbage. <laughs> so. All right. Go so back that, to that. Okay, it'll be like it. 30 bucks for us to get a case of it. It's a 10 pack. I don't want it. It says sealed, new, expired. <laughs> I don't want that. It sounds terrible. Sealed, new, expired. Like how, how many how many subs do we have to get before we buy that and make me drink it? Tell you what. I think high C was like twenty thousand subs and tonight we, and we'll buy a case of high C ecto cooler and 
No. And Wong <laughs> will drink it. <laughs> 20,000 subs. If we get to that point where we got 20,000 subs in a month... They will be able to pay for his hospital bills. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's, I have that's, great insurance. Great. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. So, um, I would so like to go to the T-Junction. When did it expire? I'd like to go to the T-Junction and hear the rest of the smell description. Man, we tangented hard. That was uh, one hell of a squirrel. Uh, for, well, just, just because also if I asked, mm. March 20th, 2017 is when this expired. I'm pretty sure and, that people have eaten things older than that. <laughs> How do you want me to interpret man. that? People ate really old stuff like a thousand years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a thousand years ago, they ate really old things. Yeah, yeah. it was yeah. a thousand years old. Yeah. We go, so, we go the other yeah, the way. Bath, that, what does the other? Out. What does the other way smell like? Yeah, what does that yeah. place smell like? Please <laughs> tell me, high ecto cooler. Ghosts, <laughs> especially expired. <laughs> Smells like ghosts. <laughs> hey, come on, I want a ghost hunter show to tell us what ghosts smell like. Phasmophobia <laughs> yeah, definitely should have had a smellometer. <laughs> it's icy cooler is what it smells like, especially expired ones. So you have, um, it's sort of a very stale air. Oh, I go it, back towards like, the honey. <laughs> <laughs> It's got the smell of, like, a limestone cave, but also mixed with... It's like something that died a long time ago. Oh, yeah. It is high cool. So... <laughs> <laughs> please don't sue us. I see. Mm-hmm. Specifically the ecto-cooler division. <laughs> it's still active. So... I'll go down that path. Okay. Oh, I follow very closely behind. I am being dragged by a rope. <laughs> yes, still, I'm going to keep the rope on Nines. You didn't say anything about not going into the death uh, plant. But I'm going to coil it up so it's only 15 feet long. Meow, meow. For ear watchers, that was Alexis. You could tell from the meow, meow. Yes. Mm-hmm. That was not me, meow, meow. So this room that you come to, uh, oh, it didn't eat us. It has a sarcophagi okay. lining the okay. sides of a long brazier. So picture a, a basically an oil trough. Okay, so okay. yeah, going down the center. Yeah. Okay. If you've seen National, National Treasure, Treasure, yeah, kind of think that. All right, got and it. And everyone yeah. in our audience has seen that movie. Yes. Same with small soldiers. <laughs> <laughs> so there, is it lit? Is the trough lit? Okay. No, okay. Is there oil in it? Well, let her finish. Yes, there uh-huh. is oil in it. Mm-hmm. That is literally the next line. Ooh. <laughs> it is still filled with oil. Mm-hmm. And it, it is in the middle of the room to give you this layout. Uh, and the sarcophagi seem to be there, there are signs that these were important individuals, and the size of them would indicate that they are for dwarves or perhaps uh, something smaller, but not too much smaller than a dwarf. Because they're definitely too small to fit uh, individuals of your stature. Mm-hmm. 
that's, that's the room that you're in. Oh, I forgot to mention, on the far side of the room from where you entered, there is a set of double doors. How many sarcophagi are in here? Uh, eight total. Eight. All right, well. Is there a lock on any of them? A lock? Or is it just heavy lid sort of thing? Uh, it's, as far as you can tell, it seems to just be heavy lids. I'm going to fill three bottles with oil from the trough. Okay. I go to the double doors. Are they locked? The double doors are not locked. They swing freely. Mm -hmm. So you, you can open them up if you wish. Is Nine's going to do grave robbing? Or are we going to well, is there, good, is there good loot in these can we? Are, are there How would you know unless you open them? And then when you open them, the undead will rise and we'll have to battle there, zombies. There are inscriptions. In ancient Glendrain. You have no idea what they say. Does Hillwyn have any idea? Um, so I'm just taking a guess at this. I, I think that this actually predates Glendrangan. I've seen old Glendrangan writings. I, I mean, I mean, we're elves. We got a lot of stuff written down because, well, when you live like a thousand years, uh, you read a lot of books. And I've read some pretty old stuff. I'm not anywhere near a thousand. I'm like 57. So I've read some of the old texts. This isn't anything I even recognize. I think this predates Glendrangan as a language. So it could be really cool stuff in there. All right, we should definitely rob these graves. Also, I've got on the other side. Let's push this over. I have no concept of funeral rites outside of a swamp village. Let's do it. <laughs> the players instantly going, oh, valuable stuff. Smash it. <coughs> yeah. I, um, to be fair, um, there are a couple of these that are clearly already looted. Oh, uh, like open already? Yes. Well, there, are there dead bodies yeah. in there? Let's check them out. So the... I'm going to bring this up so that folks can see it. Right. Uh, that, that would be way too big. I'm going to switch tools and do that one there, which is the bottom left. That one is like smashed open, and you can see the skeleton of its inhabitant in there. Uh, looks like dwarven. Looks to be dwarven. Can't be a hundred percent certain, but you know, taking a guess seems to be about right. And you can tell that. I mean, there's like torn cloth in there and stuff like that. It's been looted. Yeah, nothing of value if I look into it. No, there's nothing of value in that one. And... This is a long shot, but did it look like it died within the last ten days? <laughs> no. Dang it. The one time we find a corpse that's it's not ten days well, old. Well, maybe the other ones are ten days old. Well, that's a good point. Let's open up these... 
things. Corpse boxes. Yeah, it's corpse boxes. Okay. There's nothing in the code against corpse box opening, right? I will stand back with my sword and keep guard. Oh, why don't we light the trough on fire? No. Why not? <laughs> it is very I was just saying national treasure that will just awaken everything. But the air in here is already very bad. If we light that fire, it will be a big fire. It will consume the oxygen. Maybe it's clean. We might oil. as well just try to climb. <laughs> Maybe we should just try to climb into one of these sarcophagi and just suffocate ourselves now. They take the oil and they clean it. Yeah. All right. Um, why don't you detect magic and see if there's anything magic in here? I can do that. I will detect magic and go from one to the other and see if any of them are magic. If there's anything magic in any of the tombs here. Yes. Okay. Are you going to copy? Well, before you do that, how thick was the open sarcophagus? Um, hey, it's about like a six to eight inch. It's a little variable on the inside sarcophagus. Because detect like, magic really has, uh, it can only see through certain it can see through a foot of stone so it should be okay you should be mm -hmm. able to detect through the through the sarcophagi okay if yes. there's like necromantic energy in there or anything like that so i i go from one to the other getting up close attempting to detect if there's any magic in or around any of the remaining well all eight of them you you detect a little bit of magic from, I'm just gonna make sure I'm right on these. Yeah, I will mark them for you with a circle. Mm. So Olsav is just walking around, loot this one. No, I am just saying. Loot this, this one. Spray paint an X on the okay. ones that we should loot. <laughs> the the yeah, one spray paint the X is one on the ones we should desecrate. With the, the spray one, paint I do not have. With the one that's been crossed out, that's the one that's very clearly looted, smashed open. Mm -hmm. The two that are circled, which are the two middle ones of the bottom row, they have some sort of magical aura inside. In, and I can in, I can yeah. tell what kind of magic with detect magic. Yeah, so let me cover that back up. And, and the other ones don't. Those are the only two. Yes. The one on the left, that one has um, abjuration magic. And the one on the right is divine. Ooh. Divine or divination? Divine. Are we getting that one first? I report my findings okay. to Nines and Zoria and Holwyn. I think if we consider this logically, we have 300 changelings we have to get through. Mm -hmm. There may be something in these sarcophagi that will help us clear the rocks. Good point. I take Crobatchelar and I jam it into the sarcophagus. Uh, so this place. is a necessary thing that we need to do. We could use the acid to dissolve the limestone rocks. But we'd have to figure out how to transport that much mm -hmm. acid. But this might have a ring that magically moves rocks. 
I am trying to just lift it up by myself right now. Which okay, make a strength check. The abjuration one or the divine one? Uh, the uh, divine one. Uh, that's a dirty twenty. <laughs> well, that's the strongest okay. you have been uh, since we started this campaign. I set the twenty on that, and, and you made it. So, so they just hear this. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> we look over. And then, like as you do look that. Look behind it. There's like a sound, like a vacuum. As you crack that open, like the air gets sucked out. There's a huge pressure difference. And then there's a breeze that comes out from nowhere. And it sweeps over all of you as the top of the sarcophagus crashes against the ground. This strong smell of chlorine and some sort of wispy clouds come swirling up out of the sarcophagus that you've opened and uh, swoops down over the feet of all of you. Well, as the smell fades, you hear... <laughs> and then, eerie silence and nothing remains. Well, let's about the other one now. <laughs> do I do I detect that the divine magic is now gone? Yeah, it's gone. Can I detect where it went? Like a direction? Not where you are. Mm -hmm. Anywhere but here. How do well, our, you should ask Dole about that. How do our feet feel? <laughs> how, do our, how do our feet feel? A uh, cool. Mm-hmm. Well, that went really oh. well. <laughs> I look in the sarcophagus. You picked that one first. <laughs> I'd like to look in the sarcophagus. Oh, okay. Um, you see absolutely nothing in there except the bottom. So, do you think that, that something was sealed in there? Maybe it was friendly. It was having fun. Yeah. No one laughs that hard unless they're having a good time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and our feet feel really cool now. You know, maybe I should have used my Comprehend Languages scroll to read these. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's just open up the other one. I mean, what's the worst thing? <laughs> what does abjuration magic Protection. do Oh good, so this one is magically protected. Or it's like a ring that protects you or some sort of spell. It's usually used to ward things away from you. Oh, well, then let, let us let nines open it. <laughs> I'm just going to keep an eye out for ghosts. Okay. I guess I'll use Crobashalar and try to open this one by myself. I gave you guidance. You can get to the other side and I try don't have a Crobashalar. It's a lever. I have a dirty mop. <laughs> Fifteen. Um, this one is not quite as heavy as the others. And the top of the sarcophagus slides off, hits the ground. And inside you see... Uh, the remains of a long since deceased dwarf gently resting and in their hands they hold um, a crystal I take the crystal they also Wait. 
since I use my magic hand to grab the crystal. Okay. So a you have the crystal. A cat paw with its human thumb. Yep. Picks it up, puts it into my hand. It waves goodbye and disappears into the ether. The okay. crystal. No. Oh, what hand? what else was in this? I'm guessing that you still have uh, detect magic up. Mm-hmm. It's ten minutes. Uh, having not quite been ten minutes in game at this point. <laughs> Um, you you would at this point be able to detect that a set of bracelets that this individual is wearing is the source of the magic. The crystal is not magic. The crystal is not magic. Mm. But it's mine now. I will I gr- take the brace bracers. Bra- oh, bracelets. Why did you take the bracelets? I was gonna because I know Arcana. I can try and identify them. You know, I'm just gonna just put it on and figure it out as you go along. No. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Fine. And then whoever they're best suited for will get them. That's very generous, yes. I mean, that's what we do. Yeah. I I I feel like I did all the work. I got us the bracer. I got the crystal. I have awakened some ancient demon (laughs) that just disappeared somewhere. I gave you guidance. Are you going to ask Dole about that thing? Fine. Let me just put these in the bag. I mean, I play with my crystal. Just like bat it around on the ground. What color is the crystal? Uh, cloudy white. It, it would look a little bit like. Uh, actually, it looks a little bit like. Quartz. <coughs> like what? Quartz. A cloudy quartz. Uh, should I just add that as a custom item, or are you going to add something later? Uh, you can just add it as a custom item. Hey, doll. Uh, yes, Zoria. Hi, doll. How you doing? Um, Hello, what? I'm Vine. What are you up to? <laughs> oh, I, I'm sorry. I was taking a brief nap. I was. I call you while you're sleeping late. a lot. I have a tendency to sleep quite a bit. Oh, okay. So nine's open to sarcophagus. All by myself. That's uh, that is an event. I had divine magic on it. Okay. And when it opened, there was a chlorine smell and an ominous laugh. And mist came out of it, and now it's empty. That's really a good thing. What do you Did think? Did he say it's a good thing? He said rarely, so, so we have a, a chance. chance. <laughs> so the tomb also has, like, pre-Glendrangan on it, like, really, really, really old language. Mm-hmm. What would that be about? Do you know that language? No, I'm not currently well versed in ancient texts. Oh, okay. It may be a future iteration of myself that is. Future iteration? Is he just talking about getting older? Man, he's talking about, yeah, I think so. (laughs) No, if I was talking about getting older, I would have said so. No, he wasn't. But what is he talking about? You, you know what? I'm, can I put this on speaker? Um. <laughs> I, sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's been a feature this whole time! Yeah! <laughs> what else did this thing do? Does it have GPS? <laughs> the goblin positioning system? <laughs> Let's like, find what Robot is! Oh, he's still in prison! 
<laughs> you can just find any goblin with it. As long as you personally know the goblin, you can find them. So, would you recommend opening the other sarcophagi? Um, generally, I don't recommend opening up ancient burial places. You should have said that earlier. <laughs> what? Whatever you unleashed with that sarcophagus is. Well, you're bound to encounter it later, I'm sure. Oh, did we just, like, set ourselves up to make things harder? Probably not immediately. Usually, spirits like that are grateful to those that freed them, Hmm. but also somehow attracted to them in a way to reap their souls. Yeah. It's somewhat unexplainable, at least in our current I think it is saying it wants your soul. Him and the devil. They don't always <laughs> act like that, but more often than not. Well, he sounded pretty jolly. Well, maybe we were at least Santa Claus. That's why I didn't get presents on Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> what? Why, why are we Christmas? talking to Dole other than hello, Dole? I was you? just curious if he knew anything about this. Oh. So I'm thinking if we're going to be being followed by a ghost, maybe I should use my Comprehend Languages scroll so we at least know the ghost's name. Yes, yeah, so then we can be friends with a ghost. Right? And you can read the inscriptions on all of these and yeah. see if there's anything interesting. Exactly. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you, doll. Of course, I hope you didn't unleash some sort of ancient evil on the world. Uh, yeah, give that a 70% chance. Or, or oh, against. Solid 50-50. I'll let you know if we're called upon to dispense of said evil. All right, thanks. It's not uncommon in our line of work. Well, where about... Yeah, we're eight days under the mountain. Ten. Ten ten days under the mountain. So hopefully we're going to be out soon, and I'll let you know how how it's going. Oh, good. I would be glad to see you out of the mountain. Yeah. The mountains are dangerous. And full of beans. Do you know anything that makes horrible, dark, skittering noises under the mountain? Yes. (laughs) What would that be? There are many hundreds of things that that could be. Could you list them? <laughs> yes, but due to time constraints, I'm not going to. Let's go with the um, dark void. What, what Skitterson is in a dark void? Yeah, like a dark magical void. Mm. I don't know why I'm saying that. I can just talk to him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm turning speakerphone off. No! Okay, fine. We'll keep it on. No, no, you just hung up on him. <laughs> <laughs> I know how the disc works. <laughs> This is is the mistake magical item that the DM gave to the players. Here's a powerful NPC you can talk to whenever you want. Yeah, have an item. Well, we keep uh, unwakening ancient evil, so it's 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 a good thing to get some context. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Even if he never gives it to us. So is Dole going to tell us what the evil skittering thing was? Now that you've brought in some sort of dark void that it disappears into... Uh, that actually broadens the number of things. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool. Mm-hmm. 
Are any of them dangerous? All of them. Uh, There's not one that's not? No, dark voids are 100% of the time bad. Should I throw biscuits into it? You know, we should take a note of that. Dark voids are 100% of the time bad. What voids can we deal with? Blue? Blue voids are generally fine. Do you want to go through all the colors? Yellow? I've never encountered a yellow void. Red? Red voids are very bad. Mm, worse than dark voids? Um, they can be much worse than a dark void. Perry. But they're not necessarily always bad. Periwinkle. Uh, never encountered a periwinkle void. Mm. What about white? Oh, white voids usually mean that you've drunk too much. What about off-white voids? That usually means that you've hit your head. Well, what about cloudy rocks? Cloudy rock. Oh, I found this cloudy rock. Oh, that crystal. That usually means it's some sort of crystal. Yeah, what does it do? It, it's a crystal. I like it. I should mention that this crystal is clearly cut. Okay. Like it's, mm -hmm. it's a shaped crystal. So it's not just like random crystal or something like that. This crystal was purposely made this way. So, like, maybe quartz or something? Yeah. Does it taste like quartz? <laughs> sure. It tastes like quartz. <laughs> All right, doll. I'm you gonna... know when you open up your watch and you're just like... Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go read some sarcophagi. So, mm, thanks, doll. That's 60 hertz. <laughs> yeah. Bye. Yeah, goodbye, Soria. Beep. Well, star sixty-nine. <laughs> Wait, that'll cost you a dollar twenty-five. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now we learned that nines did it again. All right, so I'm going to use my comprehend languages scroll. Okay. And. I'm going to read the sarcophagus with the ghost in it. It mostly says, do not open. Hmm, we should have done that part first. Hmm. That would but have just made us do it more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like that would have stopped you. Does it have any sign of like a name on it or like anything about it? It's just like, it's just like the mummy. Uh, yeah, kind of. It's like, don't open this. And whatever this individual's name was, it ain't written here. What about the one with the bracelet? Uh, that one gives a tale, and I'll just kind of cut to the chase. Most of these seem to be some sort of rulers. They, they all, what you can gather, all these sarcophagi are rulers. Ancient kings, queens, uh, monarchs. What was the name of the one with the bracelets? Um, uh, check the notes here. Ask for specific information? Yulta. In the Yulta? Yeah. What were you gonna say? Oh, I was saying, check the notes as code for, <coughs> DM code for, I have to make up a name. No, not this oh. one. Nice. Who wanted to get the names of everybody else? You want the names of everyone else? Why not? Okay. And, the, and their tragic backstory. Okay. Going around from top left, because that's the numbering that I've done here. 
This one seems to be the oldest. The inscriptions here are the most faded. You can only get a partial name. It's something beginning with a B. Then you can't make out quite a few letters. And there's a T. Then a D. Then a few more letters and a K. Is there, is there anything other than a name? Like dates or something like that? Like what they're buried there, with? There, some there are sort no of ledger? dates on any of these. Mm -hmm. They all... They're, they're basically inscribed with the story of their rulership. So it's, you know, a brief accounting of their time as ruler. Ruler of what is a little unclear. Well, at least these mountains, probably. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'll go to the next one. This one, it seems like they're kind of going in order here. So this one's a, a little newer. You can get out about half the name, and then unfortunately, some of the ceiling is caved in and smashed part of the sarcophagus and ruined the rest of it. The beginning of the name is Thoth. T O, sorry, T H O T H. See, if we just left it alone, eventually it would just break the seal anyway. So, yeah. if anything, I'm, speed, I'm just speeding up something that was inevitable. Yeah, we're taking care of a problem before it hits someone else. Yeah. <laughs> What's the next one? This next one, um, unfortunately, has the name crossed out. Like, like, car, like someone etched it out? Yeah, and upon closer investigation, it seems that most of their belongings have been looted. This, you, you kind of get the sense that this particular looting was an act of vengeance. So their name has been scrubbed from this historical record. Okay. The fourth one down. This is the first name that you get in full. And it seems that this ruler was rather famous for being a poet and author. Their name is Drognar. Oh, we're looting this one. Drognar. Okay. After you finish doing that, I'm going to try to open that sucker up too. Well, let me read all of them, and then I will tell you what all they are. Because right now I'm just reading them. Out loud, right? No. Isn't that how you write things? You just say it out loud so we all know what you're talking about? No. Fine. Then you can open it. Okay. So are we going bottom row left or right? Uh, bottom row left. So that's the looted one that's been smashed up. And again, uh, this one's so demolished, you get the sense this is probably... If the first one is vengeful, this might be petty vengeance. Mm-hmm. The, the whole thing is just smashed to bits and you can't make out any any sense of what this person once was. Okay, then the next one. That one is Yulta. Okay, that's the bracelet. Mm-hmm. 
Seven is the one that just says, do not open. Mm-hmm. Now they open up, does it say, oh shit, you opened it? Yeah. Oh, are there like claw marks on the inside of the lid? The claw marks on the outside of it? Only yours. <laughs> then the last one. Its name is Gorgo Gratfell. Ooh, let's loot this one. Gorgo Gratfell. Alright. Mm-hmm. So. Since we've already obviously released the worst possible thing here, we might as well open the other ones, right? Sure. Why not? And there's no magic in the other ones. I did not detect any additional magic. So. Yeah, but the stone walls could be thicker on those ones. That's true. Mm-hmm. The older ones might be thicker or something like that. I will continue to stand back. All right. So we have... But Dick. Biggest Dickus. <laughs> <laughs> we have Thoth, which I think is a Sumerian god. We have Drognar and Gorgo Gratfell. Which one are we looting first? Do you want to start oldest or newest? I was going to just like grab the poet. Okay, Drognar? Yeah. Alright, that's the top right. Are you going to help this time? I will help. Okay. Guidance. And I'm helping, so you can have advantage. I pull on, hold on the rope tightly in case I need to yank nines away again. Oh, it's like a 20. puppy getting into trouble. Like, no, no. <laughs> uh, 23. Nice. Yeah, you pop it open. Um, <laughs> uh, inside, it's actually. It seems that this skeleton has decayed more than the others. That we've seen. Yeah, there's mostly bone dust at this point. Just the the bones are disintegrating. Mm. It's incredibly fragile. But there are some scraps of parchment and bits of paper and even some old scrolls in here. Hillwind, get this stuff out of here! I'm going to very gently move the scrolls okay. into the obscuring box that I keep my other ancient texts in. Okay, they, all the things I described have writing on them. I'll move all of them in there. Okay. Bolwin gives you a hand with that, and you're able to carefully move them into your obscuring box. <laughs> oh, uh, since I still have... Um, comprehend languages. Can I make out loosely what they are? Like the little scraps and stuff. Like, do they look like poems or something? Yeah, these okay. are these are poems. The scroll, obviously, you don't really get to make much yeah. out of. But this is all perhaps the original scripts of long lost dwarven poetry. Okay. All right. From some ancient line of Grotfels, it seems. See, it's not bad because they're Grotfels. You have the Grotfeld one. We're gonna. Which one do you want to do next? Uh, 
We didn't do the Graphel one. We just did the. I think these might all be Graphels. Oh, then uh, we go to the closest one. The the intent here is to give you guys with the last one that these are all ancient descendants of the Graphel line. Yeah, that's right. Why don't we go to Thoth? Okay. Guidance and help. Uh, that is 22. This is the strongest nines has ever been and will ever be. Yeah, that's right. You, you are really uh, motivated again. for grave robbing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you Just can't poof, you can't go you upstairs, go. but you can rob graves. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, that's not my stat block. It's grave robbing. Inside, you find just fragments left. This one looks like maybe the seal kept it preserved a little bit better. Excuse me. There's just fragments of bones left, but they uh, look to be a little more intact. And uh, one fairly large ruby. It's roughly cut, but it is cut. My magic hand will pick up the ruby. Okay. You pick up the ruby. And put it in my inventory. Okay. You have a ruby. Uh, its value is 200 gold. You write that down. <laughs> Are you going to remember? No. Do you want me to put it in my bag? Put it in your bag. Okay. All right. Next grave. Butt dick. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 19. Again? And you me out. <laughs> opened up yet another sarcophagus. This one, there's just nothing left. Tattered bits of cloth, stained from eons of decomposition. Um, there's really nothing in here. All that's left is Gorgo. <laughs> Uh, one more time. <laughs> and you're like a professional grave, professional robber. Robber. grave robber. How about that? Inside here, and this one is clearly the most uh, well preserved at this point. It's also stands to reason the most recent. There is a scepter in here held in one hand of the body. And then a small ring looks to be just pewter, very valuable. And kind of a clothed uh, skeleton. That's about it. Yeah, Wait, you said it's very well preserved? Oh, uh, well, it's the most well preserved of what you've had here. It's the most recent of the entombed. So it's had the least amount of time to decay. Yeah. And the conditions here in the cave are fairly favorable for um, preserving. Do you want me to put the scepter in the bag as well? Yeah, I will grab the scepter off my magic hand. Pulls it out. Okay. And what's the other thing? A pewter ring. A scepter and a pewter ring. Yeah. And uh, it's the ring on the finger? Yes. Pulls up the whole hand. <laughs> okay. 
I grab the ring off the hand. Do you say, I okay. do? Actually, I'm taking it off, so I'm saying, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't anymore. <laughs> Thank you for ringing the scepter. Do you want me to hold them, or do you want? To, are you gonna remember you have them? I just stare at the ring intently. My precious. My precious. Like Goes it. into bag. <laughs> <laughs> How nice is the scepter? Uh, it's not as well crafted as examples you've seen uh, from today, but it's fairly well crafted for being a pretty ancient scepter. What's it made of? Looks to be some sort of gold or a gold alloy. Is there any secret compartments in it? Not that you see. I investigate it. You don't find anything. No. Doesn't have a secret drinking flask in the scepter. <laughs> it, it's not a secret drinking scepter. <laughs> Yes, this ruler always had a drinking problem, and now we know how he got away with it. You want it in the bag? I throw it in the bag. Okay. All right. Are we good? Know, does it go with my suit? How dapper do I look with a scepter in the suit? It, does it not, clash? It's not really... It, it's just not the most stylish piece. You know? It's because it's tarnished. No, there's any tarnishing on it. Mm. That's why you suspect that it's made of gold. Well, we'll workshop my outfit to go yeah. the scepter. Yeah, I'll hold on to it till then. Or until you forget about it. So, <laughs> and we then we use it to solve a puzzle like 150 episodes from now. Yeah. yeah. Shall we open the doors also? Are the doors locked? No, we already established they aren't locked. They swing freely. So, are you done looting the graves? Technically, Woo. nine's depleting. Uh, have you finished? Why are my arms tired? I open the doors and <laughs> and cautiously uh, look through them. Uh, looking through to the other side, you see kind of an odd room. It is an odd room. It looks like I'm gonna quickly reveal this. So give me a moment here. All right. And boop. Boop. Mm, black void. We heard those are good 100% of the time. <laughs> so it's not a black void. Oh, okay. Um, in the center of this room, it looks to be like a drained pool. Oh. Let's put acid in it. Okay. And. Where you enter, you're actually standing on kind of a raised platform that curves around the sides of the room, wrapping around the pool. And there's actually a throne sitting in the center of this platform. The throne itself is made of stone with um, iron set around the edges and woven into intricate patterns. So the, the iron is actually embedded into the stonework of this. Is it rusting? No, it's not. There are pillars along the 
northern and southern walls of this room, and there is a hallway on the far side. So is the throne where the pool is? Like no, it's where you guys are. You're standing oh, okay. um, in front of the doors, basically. Yeah, I will um, give a little sketch of where you guys are right now. Do you want to so, do some blood magic real quick? Blood magic? Yeah, I don't know blood. any blood magic. So do this you, is really a freehand here. Yeah, so let's get some blood. Also, do you need all of yours? <laughs> this wasn't on the original of this, but there's okay. this sort of curved dais. Dais, uh, uh, this black, thick black line there. That's about where the throne is, and there's some steps that wrap around the pool going okay, down. Okay. So I look, I look inside the pool, investigate. Is there anything of interest in there? Um, there old coins that people had tossed in. Um, you, you don't find any coins, but you're pretty certain that in the center of the pool, there's an air pipe that would have been mm-hmm. made to like have a little fountain. A little fountain. Yeah. Is there anything on the throne, any kind of writing? Well, Nines is on the throne. I sit on it. There's no writing or inscriptions or anything like that. Just it all appears to be decorative carvings and mm-hmm. iron filigree. Is it comfortable? I mean, for a stone uh, throne, yeah. It's actually fairly comfortable. I've actually had the very great privilege of going to Athens and sitting in the first modern Olympic uh, stadium, the three of us all have. And in that, there's a unique feature. All The whole stadium is actually marble. And it's, of course, carved marble. And there are, for, at the time, because it was like, what, 1890-something was Something the first like modern that, Olympics? Yeah. There were, you know, plenty of royal families that came to attend these Olympic Games, so they actually had thrones set into this marble you go sit in, and they were actually fairly comfortable. You know, for sitting on stone, it was actually fairly comfortable. So, as comfortable as sitting on stone can be, this is pretty much that. Well, we'll be here a while. I have to get an ass groove uh, into it, and it takes a while on stone. There, yeah. A lot of way going There's on. definitely an ass groove here. Alrighty. Th- this has been used. So, is there anything on the pillars? Any writing or nothing? No, th- these seem to be just decorative. Okay, and then uh, the passage continues? The passage need, continues. Do you need to pry the iron out of the throne? If we can fit the whole throne into your bag. I think it, it's attached to the floor, I'm guessing. It is not attached to the oh. floor. I don't think my bag can hold that much weight. It cannot go in your bag. I think it's it weighs more than, more than 500 than, yeah. pounds all on its own. You've been making great strength checks. Why don't you just go ahead and see if you can carry it? Shove it into the pool for fun. <laughs> <laughs> that would be vandalism. <laughs> so I, I continue to cautiously move forward through the next opening. OK. As you head on through to the next opening, we're going to take another quick break, mm. go check on our pups. And for all our viewers, I think this might actually be the real break for the viewers. So we'll be back in a few minutes. Go to the bathroom, and we'll see you in a second.
and we're back, everyone. I hope that you had a relaxing break. We cleaned up after puppies, so it wasn't that relaxing for us. And uh, I'm very thankful that we have a wet vac. So when we left off, our party was venturing deeper still into the mountain tunnels and leaving the throne room. So when you left the tunnels, with all the loot so, we got from grave robbing, from all the with yeah. all the loot you got from grave robbing, you left that throne room and you came back into the real trap. Ah, the other side. To your left, as you exit the passage from the throne room, this pile of rubble. Mm-hmm. To your right, the tracks continue for quite some distance. And as you travel down the tracks, having only one way to go, you also find another pile of rubble Mm -hmm. at the end. There's a passageway off to the left, and being the only route that you can take, you do so. And follow it down until you get to sort of a T-junction, where you can go to the left or to the right. The left looks short. Um, yeah, unless it goes back really... Well, I don't know. Let's go left. <laughs> okay. Sure. And... I guess it could wind around all wild and crazy like. It could. We don't know. It might. We'll find out. It, uh... It may very well be that. <laughs> Nines. Yes! What was your favorite tomb that we opened? <laughs> And you come to... Probably the first one! That was the most dramatic! (laughs) You come to another junction. Great. Left. 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 Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Going to the left. Hey, at least we're making quick quick. decisions. And you come to... Another junction. Another junction? I'm gonna... Wait. (laughs) No, that wasn't left. We went left, not right. Sorry. I was looking like... The left on the map. The left of the map. That's the way you went. You went to that left. <laughs> we got the other left. Left. The other left. We go back to other left. <laughs> the first the left. The other left. Okay. There we go. Yeah, we're yeah. good at this. So we're the you, best at adventuring. So this time, you have a slightly more uh, easy choice. I'm just oh, going to okay. reveal that one of the pathways loops back around. See. See? Left. We left. went to the other left, so that we came left. So do you, left. Do you, do you want this one here? Yeah, that's left. 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 Okay. left. At least this part of the left. The adventuring left. is humorous. Wait, so, let me use my left hand. Left. Left. All right. I reveal just a little too much. What if we run out there of lefts? Oh, don't worry. Left. 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 <laughs> left. 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 <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure this is how BCS got through the lab round. <laughs> okay. Except he had rope. We should get rope. Now where? I still have 150 left. feet of left. rope. Left. Left. Of which, 150 <laughs> feet of rope of which a third is tied around nine. Still? Oh, but, uh, he still. hasn't untied it. I am not. Letting you out of that room. Have I have I just stopped walking? At no. This point? no. Holding my scepter. 
That's so, in the bag. Being dragged say, along yet, the, the yet one more floor. Jump. Left, 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 left. All right. Um, that one Those all continues. Those just, just tie up together. Yeah. All, the, all these little labyrinthal deeper. things. This was on a short little path. The best part is like all the good loot's on the right. So. Oh yeah, there's like a bunch of dead dragons with like magic swords in them. Mm -hmm. Well, obviously, yeah. On the right side. That's why we're going left. Because we they... don't we don't want any of that stuff. That no. Just be no, 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 no. Unless we get it from grave robbing, we don't <laughs> want it. Well, if they were stuck in dead dragons, that would be like grave robbing. All right. That's just corpse looting. This time. It's good to know the distinction. You, you we found a room. thing. You finally arrived in a room. Yeah. After I go along the left wall, <laughs> and I'm just. Do I have stone cutting? <laughs> Let the DM describe the room. This is a fairly straightforward room. It's clearly an old supply room for mm -hmm. the mining tunnels. There's. Scattered supplies, lockers, some tables, uh, a few broken benches, and other types of furniture. All of it falling apart, really. Any rope? Uh, yeah, there's a couple of lengths of rope. Are they any good? There's some salvageable bits. Uh, I'll say there's probably a 20-foot segment. That's okay, still I'll take 20 feet of the rope. All right. And I replace my 50-foot length of rope uh, round nines with a 20-foot length. Okay. That way I don't need to coil it up. Sure. So. What did I do to you today, Elsa? <laughs> you you walked into a I'm mouth. keeping you on a short rope. <laughs> you walked into a mouth and released a ghost, I think. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, but I also robbed a lot of graves. That's so true. I think I would get you, some points back you, for that. Would you like me to unrope you so that you can't be saved? From... No, it goes with our outfit now. It does. There's yeah. also quite a few barrels of... Chicken? Uh, and you can just like take the lids <laughs> off of them. Mm -hmm. But there's quite a few barrels of this uh, thick, sort of viscous liquid. What does it smell like? Oil? Tar? Um, it it smells uh, more oily. It it's um, yeah. It, it smells it smells flammable. Mm-hmm. There's quite a few barrels of it. But other than that, there's really not much else in this room save for I, I a door like a, on the far end. I put like a couple of ounces on the floor to sort of splash a little out. Okay. And uh, touch my flamey sword to it. Uh, yeah, it lights. Is it like a burn, like a slow burn, like an oil, or is it combust? Quickly, like gunpowder. Um... It's a fairly vigorous burn, but, but it's not, it, it's not like explosive. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we aren't gonna blow rock with it. No, but it's good to know it's here in case we ever need some flat, like oil. Is it? Is it go out quickly, or is it just sitting there burning? It takes a minute for it to burn through, but it it goes out after. Okay. What I think you like should do is just fill a couple of bottles with it, throw it at people who come to attack you for your uh, bonus action, or your, and then action surge, and hit them with a flamey sword, mm -hmm. and that set would, everyone on fire. That, that would be really gross and evil. Yeah, it's the kind of thing Zoria would do if it were ice. 
<laughs> really? <laughs> no, so what is, is that oil like the oil that was in the trough in the sarcophagus room, or is it different? It, it's different than that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take some time and look around this room for anything hidden or of value. You find neither. Okay. This room has really no secrets to give up. So no, there's another there's no door secret switch that opens up a door yeah, to the left. Th- there definitely is a door. I said there's a the door, a door at the, the far end. But there's I, no there's no secrets. To I give up go there. to the door. Is it unlocked? Yep. It's unlocked. Um, I carefully, Kick it in. I carefully open the door with your foot and uh, look <laughs> through. On the other side, this room seems to be another fairly utilitarian place but for a different utility, this time sleeping. There's quite a few well-rotting bunk beds lining the walls. Most of the mattresses are long since decayed, but the frames still stand. There are, however, signs that this room may still be used. There are um, indications of recent fires in here and some newer looking supplies, little bits and crumbs of food, some fairly fresh-looking paper wrappers. It wouldn't be anything like 40 pounds of beans or anything? No, there's not 40 uh, pounds of beans. Just Um, remainders, like scraps. But there is uh, a crate of uh, about 20 pounds of flour Mm. that's in this room. Let's I'll, mix I'll it with that oil and see I'll what happens. That. Okay. You don't want it in the bag? No, not yet. Okay. I think your, your, your suggestion there is kind of interesting. You want thick oil? No, it might be it might be more explosive if it were mixed with a binder. It's called science, Zoria. We don't have anyway, a binder. I'll, Anyway, I carry the... We have the flour. I carry the 20 pounds yeah, of flour. Yeah, but that's not a binder. That's for holding papers and stuff. Your literalism is... What? Fantastic. <laughs> it's my line. Okay, so that's it. Is there is there another passage through, or is this like a dead No, this, is, this seems to be the, the final end of this, mm. this chain. You found what was once the resting area for the miners, and what seems to be a resting area for modern-day travelers as well. Are there any containers, like cans or bottles or anything in here? If there is this full yeah, of I mean, there's some loose containers. <laughs> it looks like you know trash left over from mm-hmm. other travelers. Would there be like a can? Uh, sure. There's a can. Okay. I pick up one of the cans. Okay. And go back to the oil barrel. Okay. Okay. Sure. Um, put in, fill it about halfway up with flour. The can. Fill the, the can. Okay, sure. And fill the rest of it with oil. Okay. Okay. Um, you now have a slightly thicker oil. Mm-hmm. And I take another can and... <laughs> Put a cap on it. And <laughs> what, what are, you, what are we, where are we going? Where are we I'm going with to, this? I'm trying to make a bomb. <laughs> An explosive. Okay. Uh, this material will not work for that. Well, then I'm I just going to cut to the chase. This material is not a 
a an and explosive level let's, of. Let's go back the way we came. Okay. And keep turning left because now the rights will not be lefts. Yeah. We'll left, 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 left. Okay. <laughs> Psychopaths. <laughs> um, taking the the left path reveals a much shorter path back to where you started. We found a shortcut. Nice. <laughs> you kept taking the longest possible way there uh-huh. by choosing left. Fantastic. But now we took the. Sh- but that doesn't make sense because we just took the on, the left path and took the shortest way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So left the, the left again. side was the shortest. <laughs> yeah. And the longest. It's the best. Left is best. I'm guessing you would like to go down the other pathway at the original yeah, yeah, split. Yeah. Yeah. Let's yeah. go that the way we didn't okay. go, which is now the left way. It, it is now the left way. Mm-hmm. It's amazing how we can keep going left, no matter which left, way we're going. Left. It's impressive. Left. Left. left Truly. Yeah. Left, 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 left. 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 Go right, actually. Okay. What? What? Well, <laughs> not right. As you enter the room, you notice that the environment is unnaturally dark. I have dark vision. <laughs> You're not the bard. <laughs> You're stupid. So like the the torchlight from the sword is like closed in. Yeah. Okay. It is unnaturally dark as a sort of thick mist hangs in the air. Mm. Mm. As you set your first footsteps in, there is a flurry of skittering Ooh, running skittering. out of the room away from you. Oh God, not this again. Is this the same place? Does it look like this? <laughs> Wait, are you asking, is it the same? <laughs> like, did, did, did I transport did just, you back? Did we just come all the way around back to dark no, skittering you, room? No, there, there's not like a temporal loop that you're not in a wormhole. It does not bore through the fabric of space-time. You're currently standing on the edge of the room. Are there pits in the floor? Can't see. Mm. You should pour some oil down it. I'm gonna use my harmonico speak with monstrosity. Okay. Really quick when I hear the skittering. Sure. Hello? Can you understand me? Silence. Just okay. figured I'd give it a shot. Did you tell we have dull brand bananas? <laughs> <laughs> so I go back. What I'm going to do is get a can full of the oil and okay. spread it on the floor and light it. What do we want to do while he's off getting oil? Uh, do we have a fishing rod to go into the... Uh... He has a stick with a rope. <laughs> okay, so you Are you dragging thing. nines with you? <laughs> yeah. No. I... Oh, I'll hold no. nines. Yeah, you hold nines for me. <laughs> nines, but you can't jump down into that hole that might be here. So you just sort of taken, mm. like, the, the cans are like, you know, 
Yeah, about, yeah. About that big. Yeah, so you get a couple right. of wow, those. Wow, cool mug. Like, can I get one of those? Yes. Yeah, like, <laughs> they're just the size of a no, like a canned vegetable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, get a couple of those, fill them with the oil. Sure. Bring it back quickly, put it on, spread it out on the floor. I have bottles so yeah, of oil. <laughs> I know, but you want to save that. This is <laughs> crappy oil. Sure, yeah, you're throwing the oil out. Light it. Okay, it's lit. There's a fire. Can I see anything more than we could see before? Not particularly. Mm. You can see that there's a thick haze here. I'm going to venture into the room. Okay. Slowly. All right. Keeping an eye out for holes in the Wait, floor. are you dragging me along with you? Yeah. The, the skittering continues furthering away from you. It sounds more distant, but it still responds to your movements. Uh. As you take a step out into the room, the ground beneath you gives way to some sort of slippery, oozy substance. Damn it, Olsef, your oil! No, that's burned off. As you look down, you see that there are bits of discarded bone, mm. clumps of fur. That could all, be my clumps of fur. All that seem to be partially digested. You see, when I brought us into a digestible trap, we got out of it. I pulled you out of it. But I, I'm not here. Now you're just dragging me right into now, it. Now That's Zoria because I'm in control. You're also stronger than I mean, me. You I, could easily stop me. I don't have the willpower to do that. <laughs> I'll go in the you, I you, use all my willpower to you, rob graves. Are you behind? Are you staying behind uh, at the length of the room? Well, you said it's like covered in oil, right? So she could just very easily pull me. Oh, it's oozy. Oh. Okay. And covered in bones. No, no. But yes, she They're could fairly in... easily pull you because it is slippery. All right, so yeah, I'm just like standing upright and you're just pushing me and I'm just sliding. Uh, I'll venture further in. As you go further in, you see around you, just sort of haphazardly, there are large mounds of some sort of pulsating, gooey mass. They all pulse at different rates, different speeds, different sizes. The material itself is you can make out sort of white, maybe gray, very tender. Just by the look of it, you could tell that it would bend and form to even the softest touch. And they're pulsing. Yes. Does it look delicious? No. Mm, if I've this. learned anything from sci-fi, what I do now is remove all protective gear and stick my face in it. <laughs> yeah. No, first is... we have to split the party, and then you can do that. <laughs> right. Yeah, you, you have to go mad with science first. Yeah. Yeah. Also, you have to be into science. You who are nines and Zoria. Yeah? I think you should come back out. Well, we have to get through here. Do you think you are going to bring 330 changelings through here? No, but we have another rubble pile still ahead that we have to open up. We can dissolve that with the acid. That's going to take a really long time. So what do you think you will find? I don't know. More blasting powder? Mm-hmm. Solution to the puzzle! 
It's always deeper in the in the dungeon. Mm-hmm. Just like the thing that was going to eat Nine, you. Nines is meta lifing over there. Just like, I'm just saying there might be blasting powder up ahead, and that'll be a lot faster than carrying cans of acid a little bit at a time. Mm-hmm. To like that would take us like a year to melt through all this rubble. Okay, I throw each of them the end of a 50 foot rope. Why don't you just come in? I'm just embrace the darkness, old Seth. I am. I'm going to follow behind you. And you get into really bad trouble. I'm going to either rush to your defense with my flamey sword or try to pull you out. Why don't you stab one of these palsy things with your flamey sword? Let us or keep we can just go through it. Okay. Okay. You're walking through it? Is Hulwin coming with us? Yeah, Hulwin is kind of following along mm-hmm. since they sense kind of that... Me. Unlike the last passage, they don't really see another option here mm-hmm. uh, other than to press on forward. Let's just not step in the pulsing do we, piles. Do we want to try to stealth through it? We could try and stealth, yeah. We're going to sneak through the pulsing piles. Okay. Do I get advantage since I'm being pulled? Uh, no. You do not get advantage from being pulled. Well, I got a seven. I really could have used that advantage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got 11. I got a seven. Crunch, crunch, crunch! As we yes. crunch on all of the dead bones and detritus left in the goo. Yeah, as opposed to. As panic. <laughs> and anxiety set in over the three of you. Hulwin from the back desperately tries to quiet your approach. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) Are you trying to say something? (laughs) I've never seen you emote this much. You keep moving through. Hulwin starting to get a different source of panic in their eyes. And... You reach the other side of this room and eventually find encased in some sort of... I'm not sure if your characters would recognize what this is, but for people to understand, um, birds will use their spit to make nests, and it forms this, like, calcified... Mucus. Hard mucus mm-hmm. goo. Oh yeah, tabaxis do the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's just you. <laughs> I'm building bed. Meow meow. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> All our beds are made of our own fur. No, <laughs> oh. it's just a, a calcified block of tabaxi fur. <laughs> you build it out of is air this, walls. Is this sealing the exit? It's not sealing it, but it looks like. It's sort of making what was once a large opening smaller. Mm-hmm. You can pass through. There's enough room. But just barely. So oh, so it's like your acid. Only barely big enough for medium-sized humans to pass through. Yeah. Exactly. So does this look like uh, spider silk or anything like that? No, no. Calcified, it looks like mucus. calcified mucus. Um, 
I use my my sword to cut the passage a little bit larger so I can walk through it easily because I'm assuming yeah, I can't yeah, really can. get through. You can do that. You mm-hmm. could probably have squeezed through. No, I don't it just would have been tight. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you can cut through it. it. It's sort of it's sort of like cutting through wood. It doesn't shatter, but comes off in chunks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, does it smell bad when the fire hits it? Ooh, yes. Can we can we get a hit of that uh, Quite bad, cookie actually. smell? Uh, yeah. That's all you get. It doesn't I can give help. you some oregano, though. Mm-hmm. Can yeah. I make up smells with minor illusion? Here, here's some oregano. While they're playing around, I look through I'm the passage. <laughs> <laughs> we have to deal with a smell. You look into the next passage, and... It continues on for... You should have kept the original box of smells. Yeah. <laughs> I got the fryer, frying pan oh, for it. I we used... could have bought the frying pan. We had no money. We could have stolen the frying pan. <laughs> I think we you should have I used the frying... skill in stealing <laughs> I use the frying pan constantly. It's my most used magic item. That's how you hatched your bullet bacon. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Who you brought so with us on so, this adventure. So don't the, judge me about this box of smells. The party fighting over <laughs> this is silly right now. If, so, you don't, if, you, if you'd rather, you can have the box of smells, and I won't cook you guys anything else. How does that sound? Well, I think your box of smells is wonderful. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they want cake, oh. and they want to eat it, too. <laughs> well, we have flour. <laughs> we do now. <laughs> How's that hole coming, Olsaf? <laughs> you can tell that you've pushed the party to their limit when they're like, no, damn it! We should never have sold the box of smells 60 sessions ago! What's in the next round? You continue down a long passageway. <laughs> twisting and turning for a little ways, and then... You enter a room that has a bright blue glow to it. More fair. And you quickly become aware that this massive chamber, perhaps as much as half a mile long, is filled to the brim with arcing fervent crystals. There is a passageway on the floor carved out going from one end to the other and it looks like there might even be a path off to the side after a little ways. To the left? Yes. Left, 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 left. Come on, Elsef. Left, 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 anything else that we can see in? Uh, no, there is nothing else in this We're being bathed, being bathed in fervent radiation for a half a mile. Well, we just won't stay very long, but let's go down the side path. Left. Left, left, left. You guys are ridiculous. As you go into this little side passage, it becomes clear that this is 
uh, basically a little side chamber to the larger room. In this particular room, there's... It doesn't seem to be carved or shaped by anyone's hand, but has naturally formed into a smooth... um, Oh, why am I blanking? Uh, A smooth, almost torus shape. Mm. And it's embedded. So imagine a, a large torus... Donut. Yeah, donut. That's donuts. And you're standing, and you can see basically halfway down it. You can see the top, and half of it is embedded below the ground. This crystal, which you're guessing you can maybe see a quarter of, uh, from the ground to its peak, it's about eight feet. And it has this repetitive, swirling pulse to it, where it's blue and then black as the void. Blue, black, blue, black, blue, black. And there's little bits of black lightning bolts arcing across it, just back into itself. Yeah, hold the cube up to it. Oh, that would be great. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. You Let's know that fervent stuff, so I'll trust you. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna. This cube has been charged. Yeah. Well, maybe it can be a... more supercharged. I think this this looks like the kind of crystal that Fervin used himself. That's what I was saying. Yeah. Do you want to take a piece of it? Well, I was saying, should we hold the cube up to it? What do you think will happen? You're the Fervin expert. I think it would be very dangerous. You just said it would be great. <laughs> Call Dahl. I meant that. He doesn't know anything about fervent stuff. You're the expert. You've is read it, that book it, like a million times. Would it be terrible or great? <laughs> or terribly great? It would be greatly terrible. That sounds oh. great. You should do it. <laughs> well, you're the expert. I, this is your choice. Mm. This is your ideas. <laughs> it's not my idea. <laughs> well, I'll put it away. Let's put it away. Is there another way out of the room? Uh, no. This is it. It's just a little inlet. Mm-hmm. So I take my seven and a half foot pole. <laughs> okay. Your your big lumber piece. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Yeah, it's more like a that, right? It's like a four it's like, by it's four. It's like a four by four, not yeah. a pole. Well, yeah, it's a big stick. Yeah, big big long pole. I take take the, put the cube, <laughs> tie the cube onto the end of this. It's like that though. It's a four by four. I know. I'm holding it oh. out to you. Okay, you're just holding it like that. There you go. Now it's believable. <laughs> yeah, that's was believable. No, you do like that, right? Yeah, yeah. So tie the cube <laughs> to the end of it. I don't have any rope. I give you some string. <laughs> What am I tie the cube? Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, is this like an OSHA violation by any chance? <laughs> no. Okay. Wait, or do you want to do a regular crystal first? Th- this whole world is an OSHA violation. <laughs> we don't have a regular crystal. We're surrounded by regular crystals. 
Okay. <laughs> I mean, that's true, you are surrounded. So I use my crowbar, pick off a small piece, like about that big, a crystal. All right, uh, why don't you, why don't you make an athletics check? Let's see how you do on this. 23. Okay. And now I want you to make a dexterity check to see how accurate you are with this strike. Dexterity saving throw? Check. No, just a dexterity check. check. Are you going to do it? Are you going to help him? You're, you're not what? in danger on this one. With guidance or something? 15. Oh, 15. no. <laughs> <laughs> you strike off a chunk that's perhaps a little larger than you may have intended, but mm -hmm. still manageable. Okay. Now I'll tie that onto the stick. The, pull, the beam. The beam. Hmm? How do you pick it up? I think I still have one glove. <laughs> yeah, you do. So do someone you... can mage hand these things. Oh, here. yeah, you should mage hand it. <laughs> that would be a useful use of your mage hand. Okay, I use my mage hand. Okay. As soon as it touches, like, the, the paws extend grossly out as it mutates from the radiation. <laughs> sure. And picks it up with his extra long fingers okay. and absurdly long thumb. All right. <laughs> like it's triple jointed. Yeah, so. you, you've got Slender Man hand yeah. going on. It picks it, what am I doing with this? Just put it on the beam. Put it on the end of the beam. And hold on, it. I put it on the end of the beam. And then I'll tie it with a string. Carefully. I need all three of you to make a constitution saving throw. That's fine. 18. Can, can it be uh, dexterity? No. <laughs> Nine. I got an 18. I got an 18. I well, got Seth, half of what they got. You take one point of constitution damage. Mm -hmm. Ooh. So your constitution score goes down one. Oh, okay. That's not good. You're feeling weaker at this moment. Man, I feel great right now. How about you, Zoria? Uh, yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, do you think this is going to go well? I don't know. Stick it in. <laughs> Why is your face melting, Elsa? <laughs> so we back... That would actually cause you, by the way, um, to lose five hit points. From your maximum hit points. So you now have a current maximum hit uh, point of 40. No, uh, I, was at, I was at 57. 57, because... When I leveled up. He hasn't updated the online version. He has it all written. Ah. Well, then you would still lose five from that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So is that forever? Until you get your constitution point back. You mm -hmm. now have to have that restored. Mm-hmm. By a constitution restorer? It, it does take more than just a long rest. Mm -hmm. to restore a constitution damage. So you now have accomplished your task of uh, tying a crystal to the end of a pole inside of a box. Mm. I'm now stick it on the thing and then we'll leave. Wait, that's what we were doing? <laughs> okay, I stick it in the next to the, the black and blue sparkly thing and we walk quickly out of there. I stand away from them. Like, I go whatever I think is a safe distance, I go another 30 feet away from that. Okay. We, we all walk away. Quickly. So, 
Who's holding it then? <laughs> wait, wait a minute. I'm just pushing it, put it on the ground, and push it toward. Doesn't it have to be up though? My. I mean, you can you can do that. It's oh, okay. swirling. It's okay. swirling all yeah, around. It, like it it fully meets the ground. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like embedded. Oh. You're standing at the halfway up point mm-hmm. on it, I basically, see. and then it comes to like two feet above okay. your two heads and a few inches above Olseth's. Gotcha. Okay. Yep. So I push it toward it, and we run away. Okay. Does anything happen? There's a flash. Mm-hmm. Okay, I go back and look. Um. So your pole's like what? Seven and a half feet long. So. Do you, yep. I don't, I don't think there would be quite enough to like stand around a corner on that one. Um, I need all of you to make a Constitution saving throw again. Oh, nice. Why do we think this is a good thing? Nine twenty, baby. You gain a Constitution. <laughs> <laughs> I got cat butt. Oh no. What's <laughs> up? Uh, twenty-five. Nines, you take a point of constitution damage. And... Why are we doing this again? Science? I don't know, you're the expert. (laughs) That should not change anything for you. For now. At this point. You're down to a 12 constitution. So, you've done that. Is the crystal changed? It's sparky. There's a lot of sparks flying off of it. Should we just leave? Sparks flying off the little crystal. Oh yeah. There's a lot of them, Mm -hmm. and they're black. Black sparks. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, we have done science. I think we should. (laughs) Look what we learned from this. (laughs) Don't do that. (laughs) Don't do this again. It's kind of like if you hear, if you smell something that is really sweet and honey-like, you don't walk into it, and you keep walking, and it gets mushy. Underneath. I don't lose stat points when I do that. <laughs> lose what? <laughs> Let's run out. Okay, we go back. We leave this room, and uh, continue to walk through the crystal area as quickly as we what can. Where the hell went? Who one made their safes? Oh. You left your stick. I did. Okay. <laughs> you go back and I'm not it. taking it back. Do you get the box? I didn't, we didn't put, put it, it in, in the box. box. Oh, so you just tied it to the end. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. The, you, the original so, fervent crystal that's been recharged is still in the containment box. Yeah. Sorry, you guys were talking about the box and tying yeah, the no, box you're to fine. the end of it. We just wanted to make clear. We changed <laughs> our box plan. That's why I wanted to ask. Yep. Why would we take... We would have to take the other crystal out of the box, and that would be dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we head down the main path to get out of here as quick as we can. Okay, you get to the end, and it it wraps around, and you find the track once more. Hey, we found the track once more. We did it. Blocked by rubble. Well, to your right, yes. But to our left. It is also blocked by rubble. Damn it. The left's also blocked by rubble. 
Okay. Yeah, a little. There's a little passage here. Oh, it's and just you, a little one. Yeah, you have another. Um, I, I I will bring this up for. Yeah, I'm not sure where we came back in. Yeah, we'll get a gauge. So you oh, went we through definitely clear the, that. the Death Crystal Hall. Uh huh. Yep. And now, uh, you know, you're right, right there. Sorry, I got on. So how many rubble-filled sections of track back are the uh There's things? two now. There are two behind you and one in front of you still. Mm-hmm. But that one at least looks pretty manageable. Like, we had to walk a far way down. I know down I revealed, a like, a little extra there, but it's not going to harm anything for you guys to see it. I don't think we even see it. Uh... Well, my vote is we blow up this part so we don't have to walk into the room again, ever. Blow it up with what? We have blasting powder. Six, six little six bags. It, it took like 20 bags for each of the other ones. Let's the other keep one was going. a lot longer, though. Let's keep going. I'm sh if we find blasting powder, we can blow through them successfully and don't successively. And we don't have to go through all that. Or we can use it to blow up the uh, so that we guess is. <laughs> just, for just, good, just, just for fun. <laughs> We're gonna keep going. Okay, you have decided to continue going. Yes. Very good. Uh, what else can we do? You go into the next room, and again, a long way back. A very large room this time around. And this is the most cavernous room you've been in yet since this little mountainous passage adventure started. When you get in here, you see that there is a gargantuan pit, a crevasse, that separates the path that you are on, which wraps around fully to the other side. You see a passageway going out. And on the other side of this gaping maw, there is a massive pile of treasure. Gold, gems, uh, there, are, there are statues that seem to be made of solid, precious metals. Uh, so on the a other trap. side. I'll, I'll, I'll bring up the, the map to kind of give you guys an idea here. Yeah. Let me move the focus so everyone can get a good sense. There we go. So I can teleport over there. How far is it? It From the closest points that you can get to, it's 502 feet. <laughs> so we basically, can tell I jump over. <laughs> jump halfway. Teleport over. It, it is... A little bit out of reach. You could maybe, maybe get a running jump. Do some feline and, agility. And, and launch air. yourself. It's, it's like 515-ish. How would you, how would you uh, rule if I jump as fast as I could and then cast Featherfall? I, I mean, this is... So this is like an, a, an even plane across. So if you went like this, you know, you'd still you'd run into the wall over here. You wouldn't you wouldn't make that. Even if you well, yeah, but but yeah. I would get more ver uh, horizontal. Would, distance. would there be a drift downwards, or would it just be 
Like, would it be like up and then straight down with the feather fall, or would it do like you still, a sort I mean, of sideways? Feather I still get fall my... slows your fall. You still have momentum. Oh, okay. And feather fall doesn't uh, stop your forward momentum; just slows your downward momentum. But then you have to wait a day to get back. I mean, what time is it now? Maybe we only have to wait like five minutes. I look at my clock. Yeah, and we have 330 starving changelings. Right now, three it's piles of rubble behind us. Noon. It's about noon. When is dawn? What? When what dawn, dawn, dawn? Six a.m. Oh yeah, we don't have to wait like 18 hours. <laughs> what if let's, we? Let's go left. Well, wait. <laughs> What if we just wait an hour? I can turn into an animal that can climb on a wall. We don't need to get the treasure now. We need to find a way out. It would take an hour. We know where it is. We can come back. We're scattering. Okay. We'll check. The... I, I like that nines has come around now. Just like, wait a minute, my senses has come back to me. They're skittering. I forgot about. That. All right. We'll check the last area. Okay. We'll keep going. <laughs> I make a run for the treasure and I teleport. The soul mine! You go okay. through the remainder of the passage and you find the way forward, basically. You right, rejoin. So that continues. But, but, critically. Oh, there's a giant monster covered in teeth. When you reach this area, on the tracks, there's a bizarre machine. It's not under the tracks. It's a drill. It has a it's huge, a kind of flat disc with teeth all over it. It is covered in teeth, just <laughs> yes. like I said. <laughs> and it becomes fairly clear pretty quick that this would have been some sort of tunneling device. It's well, still on the go. tracks, and... Which way is it facing? It's facing towards where the changelings are. Yes. How coincidental. I don't... I, that there's mining equipment on the mine track? Mm-hmm. And how, <laughs> how does it seem to be powered? If you only my you're character the, was smart enough to do this. You're the on. you're the person who knows mechanics. I'm gonna. Yeah, yeah. So I carefully guidance. I'm carefully examining <laughs> this, carefully <laughs> examining this thing, um, to see if it has like a boiler or if it. Uh... Since this is gonna be a minute, I'm gonna take a short rest. <laughs> Sorry, is like, good night. It's just an hour. Just takes a nap. Or, or if there's uh, like a hatchway where one could put like a fervent crystal or anything like that. We haven't run into anything that's been fervent powered though. This seems to be more, even more ancient than fervent. There, there's a slot that, it, it rekindles the memory of the um, simulation room where it, it's got like a little depression but it's more than a depression. It's a, it's a slot that looks like it's for something. Mm -hmm. And it's just on a panel, and there's like a little slot there. Mm -hmm. uh, we're going to have to go back and look through those corpses, aren't we? Are there any levers or um, gauges or just describe the machinery? Many. <laughs> there's, there's a lot. 
there is all sorts of uh, levers, gauges, uh, dials, switches, knobs, <laughs> buttons, pedals, the gears, pulleys, wheels, uh, chains. Cogs? Oh, lots, many cogs. Belts. Uh, there's a couple belts even. And it's about 30 feet long mm-hmm. in its total length. There seems to be uh, some sort of, I'm trying to figure out how to describe this in a way that your character might understand it. There is one part that has a very large funnel. So there's a hole in the center and a big funnel around it. And it's upright to, you know, right at like chest level. Mm-hmm. And it just goes down into some sort of tank structure beneath it all. Oh yeah, that's where we put the fuel oil that we have in barrels way back where. What, you wanted to carry fuel this whole way? Well, how, we, I mean, you could have put it we, in your bag, I guess. How are we actually. going to make this machine work? I don't know, I'm taking a short rest. I don't know how it works. There's a slot and a funnel. I'm aware of what a funnel is. There are several um, pipes that seem to be made of a fairly thin metal. They kind of come out the back. Mm-hmm. Are any of them pink? Nothing on this is pink. That's not. This is a manly resistant. one. This doesn't look like the metal that you saw in the room adjoining the the sarcophagus room. In this funnel, um, can I smell anything inside this funnel? No. No. It just seems to go down into a tank. Yes. Is there anything in the tank? Can I see? Oh. And you're looking into a long, dark pipe. Mm-hmm. Stick your sword in it to light it up. Yeah, right. It's not wide enough. Oh. Can my uh, hooded lantern fit down in it? No. Hmm. I'm taking a short rest. There's, um, yeah, that's basically what I've described. It's got a little slot up at the front. Mm Mm-hmm. And... What's the shape of the slot? Does Um, it look like a keyhole? Well, up in a bit. But it has um, like a pointed end, like so it's you know, rectangular. Then it kind of comes down to a point, tapers to like a diamond. Like a like the profile of like a blade, almost. Almost like that, um, wider and pointier. It, it doesn't look like a a blade would actually fit in there, but it has kind of that general profile. How wide is it? Is it like like a thin, super thin? Is it super thin? So it's about I don't know, a little a little less than an inch mm-hmm. is how wide it is. It's about three inches long. Um, all three of you, why don't you make an insight check? Twelve. 
And I'll have full one do it too. Yeah. Jeez, 11. 24. Wow. Sorry, I, as, I have plus eight. as you're studying this and you're kind of half dozing, relaxing, short rest here, <sighs> the thought comes to you and you blurt it out loud. Oh. Going, you know, that kind of looks like the crystal that you have, Nines. I was actually thinking that, is, that it might be the crystal from the tomb, that cloudy crystal. Oh, they lock it there then. What? I don't know. It just looks like the same shape. And I shove, awkwardly shove into the slot. No, it like, slots in perfectly. I was actually thinking that. I'm happy about well, that. Turn it. Oh, as you jiggle t- it. As you turn it, um, the machine shakes, and <laughs> the the whole massive thing just begins to vibrate. Lots of noise as a few lights on it spark into life. And I do mean spark because there's a little flash and then there's a flame in these globes. It's like old gas lanterns lighting up and it's all shaking and vibrating and the, the disc in the front starts slowly turning and turning and then and it, it shuts down. Also, if you broke my little toy! <laughs> I think it is not fueled. Well, put fuel in it. I want to use it. Mm-hmm. I think it would be a good toy. We could bore through all of these rubbles. Yeah, okay, I guess we can do that, too. I don't know. It sounds kind of boring. I suppose you want to ride it into my enemies. As long as they're on this track. <laughs> <laughs> How's my short rest going? Oh, it's going fine. So if we were to look at the map of every place that we have been, mm-hmm. where, how far back are the oil bot? Uh, we have to go through the crystals, the pulsating goo balls. Mm-hmm. I'm going to bring this up. And then to it's this. It's going to be a pretty view for the viewers. Room. So I won't show the viewers too much. Well, maybe I can make this work. Yeah, I think I can actually I think it's just, work. yeah, fervent crystals, pulsating goo. Let's see. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's uh, a, yeah, uh, the, the viewers are getting kind of a shorter view here, so I'm going to see if I can't push it just a little bit. Uh, that's, I think, kind of the best I can do. You guys are up here. Mm-hmm. Right up at Oops, the top. That's still in white. You guys are up there. The oil fuel, fuel stuff is there. down there. So if we get enough fuel to get through the first two barriers, it's a lot shorter trip to get to the last one. Mm-hmm. What? How much did you take with you? Nothing. Oh, okay. Well, that's great. I was told that we shouldn't waste my bottles with it. Mm-hmm. We could have was... taken the whole damn thing with us. Could have taken a whole barrel. <laughs> Just will Seth walking through. We'd be able to carry it. Just, just don't step on any of these pulsing goo balls. Would have been funny the first time through. So are we gonna just go back as a group? Or are we gonna just let you keep an eye on the place and do a long rest or short no. rest? Short. I mean, I probably have like what 
half an hour left on a short rest? Uh, probably, yeah. I mean, all you've got are a couple of little flasks of oil from the sarcophagus. Regular oil. Yeah. Yeah. Not not the heavy fuel oil. Whatever that is. Can we is. go to the other side of the tracks? Oh, what do you mean, well, it doesn't go to the other side of the tracks? Uh, well, the drill's going to where we came. Yes. We can go the other way, right? Yeah. Yeah. What, what's over there? It uh, seems before... to lead back out into... The uh, sprawling caverns. Sprawling cavern networks. Like we've been going through. Yeah, but maybe the workers left a bunch of barrels conveniently where, you know, where they need to use it on the thing they're using. Well, they buried the key, presumably, like, it looked probably like 1,500 years yeah, ago but, at best. You know, the thing is, though, those use generic keys. Like, you can just buy a set of keys. <laughs> you know that? Yeah, you can just buy a set of keys that work in any Caterpillar uh, construction equipment. Really? Yeah. Huh. So you can just do that. I, you won't get very far, but I didn't know it's all generic. There is, yeah. There's no. You can legally just buy a set of those keys. Huh. I actually, I'm not sure about that part, but you can. They are just generic. <laughs> keys. They are there. Interesting. I um, imagine that you probably have to provide, like, your information to the company. So you might not be such like a perfect crime. So, <laughs> do you think that that heavy oil is the oil that you pour into the funnel to make it full? to make it uh, run? I have no idea. You're just sleeping. You don't I, know. No, I, I don't know anything about machinery. Well, it seems to me that, that is, if, if there is a funnel, it is set up for liquid to be poured in. And sure. if there is any liquid to be poured in, it is probably those large barrels. From the well. mining workroom? Yeah. Pro I mean, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Well, I was, I was looking up how to buy... <laughs> <laughs> Caterpillar keys. Uh, I found out I could buy a uh, a forklift key. Oh, cool! Yeah, we could use a forklift right now. <laughs> the ceilings are whatever that is. <laughs> That'd be very useful so, for our situation. I can see nines just standing there. No, no, these all just have generic keys and stuff like that. It's probably all just one thing. <laughs> <laughs> Why, why would they bury this person with, who was it? He really loved Yolta? that drill. Yolta was buried with the key for this equipment. And then they just left it sitting around. Maybe there. they're just pranking a new guy and it just got out of hand. <laughs> so, yeah, oh yeah, I, I had to talk to the boss. Where's the boss? He's in the, he's dead, buried. <laughs> It's like, no, it's not, guys. And yeah, it's like, we actually, yeah, we we actually did do that. <laughs> you, you have to, you have to grave rob if you want to do your job here. <laughs> we, the cat had no problem doing it. I don't see why you should. How's my how's my short rest going? <laughs> yeah, you know what? It's done. Nice. <sighs> I'm gonna use a hit die to heal myself. Do do we all get a short rest? You guys were doing stuff. I shoved a rock into a hole. <laughs> I, I, yeah, it didn't yeah, take yeah. an hour to figure that out. You know, I'm going to say y'all can have a short rest on this one. Because we sat here and pondered the, pro the, in, <laughs> the You impossible. pondered the infinite possibilities of generic keys <laughs> to construction equipment. Are you going to get your full full I, I got my wild shape back. Yes, I'm going to go. Uh, let's all go back. We'll put it in my bag of holding. The barrel? Are they sealed? Some of them are. Well, we'll take the sealed ones. You can carry the open ones. Because otherwise we're carrying big, heavy barrels 
through pulsing, skittering goo balls mm-hmm. and and nuclear fi- or fervent energy. With the barrels, would the barrels fit in the bag of holding? I don't know. That's a good point. Uh, the bag of holdings opening is. Hmm. Um, okay, I'm just gonna look this up based off of two feet by four feet deep. I do want to say, Nines did just get his keys to the forklift. So can we use that? (laughs) (laughs) No. You're right, I didn't get my license. My bag of holdings opening is only two feet by four feet. Um... Okay. Most 55-gallon drums seem to run 20 and a half inches. So I'm going to say, yeah. Yeah, you can. You can fit. I guess it's not two by four. It's like a messenger bag that's two feet wide. Yeah. I'm going to say that you can't fit that in because there's just no way to make a two foot Thanks. diameter hole out of a little messenger bag. Yeah. This is very wide. Out. It's a two foot diameter mouth. A two foot diameter mouth. It's, uh, this bag has an interior space considerably larger than its outside dimensions, roughly two feet in diameter at the mouth and four feet deep is well, the external dimensions. Then it would fit. I'm, I'm going to assume that because they're using diameter, and the only place that you commonly find diameter in usage is when you are measuring a circle, circle. or oval. Yeah. And thus, it has a two-foot circular opening. Because mm-hmm. otherwise, one would come to the conclusion you would say a certain dimension of a width and a length. Yeah. Yeah, it says the bag is two feet in diameter at the mouth and four feet deep. So then Then it would fit. I'm gonna say you can fit precisely two inches on all around. You can get one of these in there. How heavy are they? Heavy enough where they will take up the remaining bits of your weight. Okay. You probably have a little left over, but you can't fit two in. We can just roll the rest. Well, all right. Well, they are Let's make our way back. <laughs> can't you okay. shrink them down, and then we can just put them in our pocket? Why do I shrink them down? Don't you have some sort of magic? That only works on thing? living things. Hmm. It's fossil fuel. It was alive at some point. <laughs> it's what? Let's go. We go. We make our way all the way back to the barrel room. Yep. I assume nothing bad happens the entire time. <laughs> Why would you say that? Sure, let's go with that idea. Okay. Insight we're... check. On the DM. On the DM? We're... On God. <laughs> so we're it's back in the... God we're... is the vengeful bitch. We're back in the barrel room. You're back in the barrel room. We right, one we'll the each barrel. take one barrel. So I'll... that one's mine. I'm taking that one. Okay. Are there any barrels that are not quite full? Oh, sure. Yeah. There's like a 
And there's a few that are about half full. Okay, can Holwyn and, and Nines lift any of those? Um, let, let's do a strength check, see how they're feeling. How far away are we from the drill? Oh, a good long ways. A few miles. We could roll them. Probably. We could try to roll them. Are these wood barrels, metal barrels? These are, I'm going to say they're like a pounded metal barrel, Mm -hmm. and they've been welded. Okay. How many are there? There's quite a few. Yeah, there's, there's a lot. Okay. Um... I'll recommend that Nines and Holwyn take one and try to roll it, and I'll take one and try to carry it. Because if the rolling doesn't work, at least we'll be able to. We'll we might get somewhere between one and three back. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna say you could carry it, but not for very far. They're pretty darn heavy. Yeah, really heavy, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, uh, well, there's a reason that they use forklifts when they move 55-gallon drums and okay. shit. We can roll them. But, yeah, you could roll it. Ulsoth is capable of picking it up and carrying it about, but not for very long. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, let's assume that, uh, you know, one of these barrels will get us somewhere. Can we see the map again? How... How, sure. how many of these do we need to drill through to do a shortcut? I'm just going to bring it two. up for you guys. We need to get through two. So, trying to grab the wrong... Oh, come on. There's three total. We have to get through two before we don't so, have to go through the crystals. Mm-hmm. You're up here at the top? Yep. Mm-hmm. But with the cart, then there's this little area. Two of them. Then there's that little passage and then, there. And, and then, then you're down Then we this. can go back and, and get you only have one more. more. So, yeah, let's just assume things. Okay, you carry one, and we will attempt to roll another one. Sure, okay. All right. Does anything happen while we do all that? No. Not that we know of. Nothing happens. No more skittering. We don't hear any. No more constitution damage. You know, I have abused you guys enough in that room. <laughs> okay. Well, we get back and empty the two barrels into the funnel. I carried that one. It wasn't a big Thank deal. You. I can lift them up enough to pour them in. Sure. Um, I'll do the hard part and turn the key. And manage everyone. Oh, no. Well, Seth, make a perception check. Good. Uh, is that a 10? Or a 16? It's a 10, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, 14. Not very long after you start pouring, you hear the sounds of liquid hitting the ground. <sighs> okay. Get the gum! <laughs> I check underneath to see where it's uh, leaking out. Um, little ways down the pipe, underneath the, well sort of floorboards, basically, mm-hmm. of this. So hidden from obvious view. You notice that there is a section of pipe that's been um, 
It looks like it was shorn away. It's busted. Mm-hmm. Like some, it ran into something and then it just was never repaired. It's a large hole in this section of pipe. So is the, the pipe like separated or is there just a hole in it? Like a gash? Well, there's a gash. Mm-hmm. It's substantial. Ago. More than like a little patch of gum can fix. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of gum. <laughs> just you also notice that um, this pipe, I mean, you're pretty sure that if you were to, like, remove a section of pipe, mm-hmm. you could probably make a, a fix if you had another section. Mm-hmm. It, it's fairly workable here, is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Do you still have that pipe you took? I did take a chunk of pipe, didn't You I? did take some of the pipe from the acid room, right? Yeah, I took six feet of pink pipe. I did. How, how much of this do I need to repair the... Uh, you could fix the hole with as little as six inches. Mm-hmm. So how do you get six inches How do I get six off? inches off of my six-foot pipe? Well, I said you could fix it with as little as six inches. You could mm-hmm. fix it with more six than that. Six feet. So I can remove a section. I can remove... Uh, okay, six that's what section. I do. I replace the broken part with my six feet of pink pipe. Okay. How are you going to attach the pipe? Gum. <laughs> you said I could do it. So <laughs> I'm doing yeah. it. <laughs> I, I said you could figured that you could. Mm-hmm. But how are you going to attach it? Nice. You you were able to remove this sort of rusted pipe. Yes. Don't you use like magic glue. I feel like you had magic glue at some point. I have a goo box. With that, uh, we mix a bunch of alcohols and achieve sentience. <laughs> no, no, glue. I swear that was magic glue. Did you use that? No, I remember that. Hmm. Well, if it doesn't have to work very long, we could, like, tie it on with cloth or something. It would so seep, but it wouldn't, like... No, but we did, you're right, though. We did have some sort of glue. We might have used it. Probably something really good for this sort of stuff across that chasm with all the treasure. Yeah. Maybe I should just go check it out. I mean, it's not that far. Yeah. Yeah, go do that. Okay. Okay. Why? Sure. <laughs> why, why, are you, why, why are you saying it like that? Um, I'm not saying anything like anything. Mm-hmm. Were you furiously typing over there? <laughs> I'm looking through your inventories online to see if any of you do have magic glue. So I'm going to turn into a giant wolf spider. Okay. And climb along the wall over that chasm. Sure. Is that problematic at all? Takes you about 20 minutes to get over there. It's that far? Big. 
Dang. And you have to, like, go around the edges. Yeah, that's true. You can't take the direct path. You're going to take the indirect path. Yeah. All right. So you're there. You're in the pile of treasure. Oh, you're okay. surrounded by gold and silver and jewels and platinum and statues and rubies and emeralds and diamonds and all sorts of stuff. I'll drop my spider form. Okay. And I'll cast Detect Magic. Okay. <laughs> With, as a ritual. Sure. So, what is that, 10 minute cast time? Yeah. Alright, <laughs> you take your 10 minutes, and you detect divination magic on the pile. The whole pile? The whole pile. All of it, every last coin. I'm going to be a benevolent DM it's right here. It's some sort of an alarm spell. Some sort of warning. I'm going to be a benevolent DM, and I'm going to tell you, this is mostly to the two that are not in the giant pile of treasure right now, that you have everything you need to make this repair. Crowbar. I've got sealing wax. We've got gum. Hey, doll. I'm, all <laughs> I'm also going to be an even more benevolent DM and let you know that you have obtained everything that you need to solve this puzzle in this session. We could, you could use acid to melt the metal together. No, that wouldn't just, help. No. We have everything. All I grabbed was the We have key. acid. You have plant goo. You... I'm just looking through what we got. Well, last time you dented in the sides of it. Can't you just dent the sides in and just jam okay. it in there? Well, there's, mm, there's... I have an idea. Mm-hmm. The spongy... Okay. Yolta had the gem key and the bracelets. Maybe the bracelets can be used as an abjuration fastener. An abjuration fastener? <laughs> well, it's, to, it, it's like to hold things in and protect them. So I'm just wondering. Maybe. I just like the idea of an abjuration fastener. Yeah. Well... On that note, we are out of time. What? No, session. wait, I held Dole. <laughs> and we'll connect with Dole next week. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. I want to touch the treasure. <laughs> we'll rejoin this party, their giant pile of treasure, and their badly broken pipe when we return next week. Thanks for watching. Until then, we love you. Bye-bye.